0: This is Monty in the Morning. The show Phoenix Magazine readers voted number one talk radio show in Arizona.
1: Number one during your morning commute. Number
0: one whenever news breaks during your day.
1: And number one whenever and wherever you want to talk
0: sports.
2: Now it's time for Monty in the Morning. Hey, yo, man. How the heck are you? It is the Monty Show. Live in the Maverick Center studios of Salt Lake City Sports Talk. Let's go. Hey, hey. Welcome home. Obviously a brand new. I don't know. What are we going to say about this? Is this a uh, a new beginning? A fresh start?
3: The beginning of something new? The next installment.
2: Yes, indeed. We are live in the Maverick Center Studios of the Monty Show and could, could not be happier to finally be home. We've been working on this, as we've told you, uh, for a long time. And i we've been on the air 10 minutes 10 seconds in the studio, and he's already breaching yes. protocol. Yes, I have to. It's exciting, man. It to, is. Uh, to be here. Um, yeah, I, I don't That's the, the best thing that I can say is that uh, we're super stoked to be here on the show presented by the advocates, Utah Advocates.com. Um, It sounds different in my head.
3: Yes we're going to have to do it, some sound deadening. It some feels sound deadening.
2: it feels different. Yes. You know, it, it probably looks a little different to you guys. Uh, but here we are. So We made it. We made it. Uh yes. we did make it and it's all thanks to our friends at the Utah advocates, utahadvocates.com, the best in the business when it comes to injury attorneys, there's no other choice than the advocates, utahadvocates.com. They never ask you to pay them up front. So things like retainers there are no retainers. There are no consultation fees. There's nothing. Get online right now at utahadvocates.com and chat with them for free on their website right now, utahadvocates.com. We, though, friends, have to talk about the Utah Jazz because the Utah Jazz are 3-0 and mm-hmm. and they are the biggest story in town. There is no doubt about that. And Jake, I guess the question I would ask are, do you feel like Utah Jazz fans are happy at 3-0 because... I think one of the most interesting talking points and one of the most interesting stories around the Utah Jazz are that there's a lot of fans who expected this team to tank and would rather have them be 0 and 3. But I can't I, I can't say it any clearer than I'm thrilled this team is 3 and 0 because it's fun to be a Utah Jazz fan again.
3: Yeah, absolutely, and I think that I, I think that Jazz fans are are happily surprised. Like that's kind of the sentiment that I got from it um, after that win last night. I think that. It was so fitting to me that Kelly Olynyk was the one that got you the finger roll win in overtime. You know, Danny's guy, the guy that plays, you know, most nights 15 minutes a night. But last night, you know, it's probably a little more than that. Like, I I just think it was it's a great win. And I think that, you know, it's it's such a this team is such a contrast from what you had last year. Like this team feels good. Um, you know and I think that's because expectations are lower if I'm being honest like I think last year's team with the Don and Rudy setup you know what we what we all knew and love about the Utah Jazz you know we were disappointed you know and there was a lot of consternation and struggle with that particular team and I think that's because of the expectations of hey you know we got to get to the Western Conference finals we got to do some serious winning here you know so like for this team you're wearing your highlighter yellow uniform last night like, the, you're on a team that's by the expected way. Wait, wait, wait. To tank.
2: I actually love the yellow uniform. I you know do. I'm the only one. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it, it is. I, I have. I will again
3: say I'm not a fan of the white uniform. Right. I love that yellow uniform. Yeah, the whites are the white uniform is not good. I, I, it's I, a practice jersey. Yeah, I, I think on the floor the yellow ones do definitely stand out. I, I I think we'll we'll see how it plays out. I need to see more of the black uniform on the floor to really have a strong opinion about which one I like more.
2: Yeah, I. but one of the things that I think is so interesting it, that you brought up there is Kelly Olynyk's finger roll. Yeah. he is. A, I think he's one of the most controversial guys on this roster, and I say that because he was traded uh, for Boyan Bogdanovich. And, I mean, we've talked about it repeatedly on the show. We didn't feel like the Jazz got enough in return for Boyan Bogdanovich and all these conversations about the Lakers and – Kelly Olynyk has been one of the most important players on this team. I mean, if you if you look at his ability to hit threes out of the corner and then to make that play last night, I, I, it was just a huge moment in time for Kelly Olenek. And yeah. I, I think it's almost that play might be his moment of arrival, if you will, for the Utah Jazz. And I, I think it's one of those things where you look at Kelly, you know what he is. He's a veteran. He's a big guy. He's one of those guys where... You know, you, you, you don't think that he's critical to your success, but on this team, I actually think he's critical to your success. That doesn't mean he's your best player. That doesn't mean he's your most important player. Right. Nobody's saying that. But I don't think there's any doubt that Kelly Olynyk is part of the fabric, the foundation about what's good on this team. I still hate the boy on Bogdanovich trade, Mm -hmm. but I love what Kelly Olenek, Jake, has brought to this team over the first three games. Yeah,
3: and I I think that speaks right to the expectation thing. Like, again, if you you say, so saying two different things, right? So if you say, hey, we expect this team to be a Western Conference champion, right, and then they go, whatever, they have some terrible season, everyone's going to be all pissed off. But if you say, hey, you know, we expect this team to tank. We expect this team to be in the VW race. We expect this team to just not win most nights. And then they go three and zero, and then they do all this great stuff. Then everyone can feel good about it, and that's what I feel like is happening right now. And, and I think it's a great thing. I think it's exciting. It's fun. I have to be honest with you. It's nice to show up on day one, you know, in our new studio, having a positive conversation about the Utah Jazz, right? Because we know that, like, if you look around Salt Lake and you look at the sports landscape, we know that Utah was on by and BYU got. You know, got their life kicked out of them basically against liberty and now I'm sorry, their life kicked out yeah, of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we'll, well get to good, that. We'll good get morning, that. Kawhi. Yeah, we'll get to that. But my point just is is that I think, you know, stories like Kelly O'Linick or or even Jordan Clarkson and, and, you know, his ups and downs and like his absolutely garbage shot selection late in the game, but then he hits like a big shot in on that Lori play late in the game where Lori saves it at the midcourt and like that's what I mean. It just feels good to to, to have a team that that doesn't have a lot of expectation working their ass off in the middle of these games, and they wind up getting the result that they want. That, to me, I think is why it feels so good.
2: Yeah, and I do think it's surprising that they went to New Orleans and won because yeah. I, I think New Orleans, by any measure, is one of the best teams in the conference. I think they're one of the best teams in the NBA. Um, no surprise, though, that um, Zion Williamson fell on a bucket of bonbons <laughs> and missed the second half essentially Fat. yeah that's uh that's not ideal he's already hurt with a posterior hip contusion that means he fell on his bum bum Fat. and he has a bruise um but you lose Brandon Ingram you lose Zion Williamson I don't care the Jazz yeah. beat the Pelicans. It doesn't
3: matter. Well, but and, why did you lose Zion? Like I think it's a really important point. You lost Zion because Jordan Clarkson worked his ass off to get back on the defensive end. Yes. And make that crazy block. Like I think that, like that's that's what I think we're starting to see the early returns on Will Hardy. Like like this team is going to work hard every single night, and I think yeah. it will be interesting. Like when we get to game, you know, twenty five, when we get to thirty games, are we still seeing this type of fight? Like when does the first wave of adversity hit? Because I think that now is the question. We know this team is going to be high energy. We know this team is going to be work hard team and and, yeah. and, and really get after a team. But what happens when, you know, that first blowout comes through? How do they bounce back? That's what I think will be interesting to see.
2: Yeah, uh, Josh Leveron says that Kelly olinick is a jazz version of Draymond Green.
3: Eh, maybe. Eh,
2: nah, you don't buy that?
3: Nah, I don't, I, I don't love that comparison, but, you know.
2: yeah. Uh, BB says we have beat three really legit teams you have. Well, yep. tonight, um, you're going to Houston, um, where you are a, where you are a one point dog, right? The number though, look at the over under right there, mm-hmm. Two thirty two. that's 116 points. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a lot.
3: Yeah. And I think that the interesting thing about, again, Houston is you're not going to outrun Houston. No, that's you're the not. thing. So this whole thing about. How, hey, they're out working teams and they're out hustling teams and and they're just you know they're playing that brand of basketball against certain teams. That's not going to be an X factor. So like against Houston, I would expect a lot of turnovers out of Houston just because they're not a great team. But at the same time, I would expect the Jazz to turn over probably fifteen to twenty times tonight as well because I think that. Again, Houston has a length. They have speed. They have athleticism. So that's well, oh, and why it's I, a
2: back to back. Yeah, I mean, this is yeah. your this is the first night I think where you would expect the Jazz to lose. I well, mean, and Houston Houston's a handful. Tonight, like you know, you know load load management. Load management. load management. load management. We
3: need to load manage.
2: You know, I, 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 but I think that's interesting. I, I have no problem managing my load. I mean, I I think that yeah. you know, okay, I'm, that's probably awkward. What? But, but it brings us to our next <laughs> question. <laughs> grow up it brings us (laughs) don't please ever don't grow up it does bring us to our next question though of who is the face of the utah jazz i mean if you if you look at this team i i don't even know how many contenders there are i mean i i i think it's pretty clear it's jordan clarkson i mean i i think there's there's almost no doubt about that and i think you look at the numbers and you start looking at what jordan clarkson's doing for this team i don't know how else you would describe him but the leader of this squad, because I don't think it's Mike Conley. I think Mike could be in the conversation, but if you ask a jazz fan right now, Hey, who's your favorite jazz player? How are they going to answer anybody? But Jordan Clarkson. Yeah. I think Jordan is by far your most compelling figure offensively. Yeah. I think he's, I think he absolutely is your most compelling figure offensively. I think he is, you know, obviously with his reach internationally, um i just think he's your most compelling guy jake i mean i i don't even know that there's a second option for who the face of the jazz are
3: yeah i think you know vanderbilt is certainly is certainly pushing it um i think that you know he made a bunch of plays last night i think that um you know he's got a certain swag about him like he's he's definitely gonna be a fan favorite as games go on and as time goes on and you work into the meat of your schedule but yeah i mean i would agree that i think jc right now is the familiar face. And and I think the reason you he's the face of your franchise right now over Mike Conley is because JC is the young, energetic guy who who and he's not a young guy anymore, obviously, but he's the younger guy who who fans know and and they know his game. And I think that, you know, again, it's just so fitting, like on a team that everyone expects to be a lottery team, that you have Jordan Clarkson starting and still taking some of those bad shots. Like he again, that's gonna be something he's gonna work on. But, like, on the game winner in regulation, like, last night, we're sitting here watching this game, and I'm like, dude, you can go by that guy. Like, you could have easily gone by that guy, got fouled, and went to the stripe for two, you know? But he takes the three. That, I think, is the essence of Jordan Clarkson and, by extension, this Jazz team. There are going to be some bad decisions on the floor that are going to happen, but they're going to play entertaining basketball. So, that's why I say, like... You know, after these first three games, I, I wouldn't overreact and say that they're somehow like a forty-win team or something like that. But I, again, I think that benchmark win total is like thirty to thirty-five wins. I think that's what you're shooting for.
2: Yeah. Uh, by the way, Kurt Myers says, uh, "Guys, the backdrop needs work. A ticket stub doesn't
3: do it justice." I don't know what that means. I don't know what. What, ticket, what do you mean what by that? Ticket
2: stub? Are you talking
3: about? The background guys, the backdrop needs work. A tip, ticket stub doesn't do it justice. I'm not quite well, sure Well it's
2: not really a a ticket stub. Yeah, I don't uh, know I what don't that know. means. I, I, I don't know what that means. I mean if you look at what what it is, it's it's a huge wall wrap. Yeah. Uh that's got all these different iconic names from Utah on it. I don't know. Can I zoom out more than that? I don't think I can. I don't think you but can, no. if you look up, I mean, it's just got a lot of different names of, you know, the Grizzlies, Moab, the Cougars. All the sports teams are in white. Um, I don't know. Big Cottonwood, Provo, Layton, uh, Magna. Even got Colville. Yeah. Even threw in yeah. Kearns and Colville for yeah. crying out loud. Yeah. Like what? What do you mean it needs work? I don't know. I don't know what else we could. I think we might be missing a punchline there or something. Yeah, there. I I guess. I think it's I I think it's awesome. Well, yeah. frankly, because I designed it, but yeah. I, I think it's yeah. awesome. I love our new studio. By the way, by the way, let me see if I can turn this. Look at this light we have in uh, here. Oh, you just gotta go camera four. Oh, camera four. Yes.
3: Camera four. Okay. Bro. Let me
2: let me fix camera you, two. Uh, well, you're
3: going the wrong way now. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here okay, we go. Okay. Hey, there we right, go. We're uh, back. Okay. Oh, we're, you know, closet a too door. Far. Okay. All right. Closet door. Uh huh. Okay, tilt down. Okay, we're panning. The, the The nomenclature is panning, please. Pan. Uh, we're panning. Pan down. We're panning Thank you. down. Thank you. Okay, there we go on that.
2: Camera four, though. Like we even have like a cool oh, guest hey, chair. Yeah. So this is the you guest. Guys, chair. look at this guest chair that we have. Thank you to our friends at RC Willie. This is the guest chair. But look at this light. Look at this light that we have. No. Yeah. I mean that's that's amazing
3: to me yeah that is that lights awesome like and again the studios aren't going there will is. be there will be other changes and things that happen I think you gotta pan down a little more by the way on us yeah on us yeah you a little more, you got a little more. Down. just a little more a little more Just mean fool yeah there you go there you go that's what you want there there we go. Yeah, okay. yeah all right anyway Kurt yeah, the, thanks for derailing things yeah thanks for ruining
2: the show Kurt Jeez. anyway um Let's see. Uh, Congrats to Dwayne Wade on the Monty Show rebrand, Jake Sperling says. I don't understand Uh, that. Are we just slow today? Maybe maybe, we're just missing missing the the comedy. I don't know. Jake Sperling, I don't know what that means. I, I don't know what that means. But... Uh, let's see. Uh, Renee Roca says the backdrop is only missing Hugh Freeze because he's BYU's <laughs> daddy. Hey, wow. Shit? Yeah, wow. Are you serious right now? <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, we this morning on this show uh, are not leading with BYU because it's not Victory Monday. We are leading with the Utah Jazz, who are 3 0. Here's a question for you Are you happy the Jazz are 3 0? Because I saw this on Twitter yesterday. <laughs> And I, last night, and Twitter is a vast wasteland of it's death. It's a
3: cesspool.
2: Let's be honest, right? But I thought it was interesting, the conversation of should Jazz fans be excited that the Jazz are 3-0? And I would tell you, yeah, you should be excited. You should be happy about it. I still maintain, even if you lose every game, every single game, you have a very slim chance of getting the, the, the right ping pong ball to bounce the right way. Why do you not want to win as much as you can? And I think the thing that we should all remember is go back to that presser with Danny Ainge, where he said, "Hey man, I'm not young. I'm old. I don't have time to go through." In what he was inferring, like an OKC style yeah. rebuild. Yeah, he doesn't have time to suck for VW, right? I I think that this team. It is shocking that they are three and zero. There's no doubt about that. But let's let's. Bathe in that awesomeness. Rejoice. Let yeah, let's rejoice in that awesomeness and just enjoy the fact that this jazz team is actually competitive and they're three and zero. I love it. I think it's actually really fun to watch this team I think play.
3: I think it's really interesting that fans in Salt Lake City, generally speaking, like sports fans overall, because because we see this with Utah, we see this with BYU, like you see it across the board, like. I think I think Salt Lake City sports fans have trouble sometimes, like just enjoying the moment, like just enjoy the fact that they're winning games. Because in December, when it's like five degrees out, and you're watching the Jazz get schlacked by some great team, you're be like, "Damn!" When we were three and zero, I should I should have enjoyed that. moment. Remember those
2: days? You know what I mean? Like it, it, like, it had snowed. I remember that when they yeah. when they beat New Orleans and it had snowed for the yeah. first time, and you know it like it was crazy that the West Bench actually got like snow and the East bench didn't, you know, like it was crazy.
3: But what am I even supposed to say? Anyway, about? the
2: point is, um, enjoy this, yeah. it's fun. And I think you're looking at guys like Laurie Markkinen and and Jordan Clarkson, one of those two guys is gonna represent this team in the all-star game. I personally hope it's Jordan Clarkson, but I mean, this is a good basketball team. They're going to compete night in and night out. And you talked about Will Hardy. I think Will Hardy is putting his stamp on this team on a on a possession basis. Like every possession up and down the floor, I think Will Hardy brings a different flavor and a different enthusiasm to this Enthusiasms. team. Enthusiasms. Enthusiasm.
3: There's so in in the video thing for the show. We have this video that I put in there of the Jazz locker room celebrations. And I want you guys to notice like just how happy these guys are. Like you you would not have seen this uh I feel like last year. Is it in there? Should be in there. Uh, I, I... Okay, I'll put it in there. Thanks.
2: I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, we could play the, we could play the Hugh Freeze one again.
3: No, I don't think we need to play the Hugh Freeze one again. You know. know, uh, know. Yeah, I don't, Jake, I don't, I don't see it. So, you know, I know Mm -hmm. that I don't
2: handle that here, but that's fine. Right. Uh, What I can tell you while uh, Jake loads that is that our basketball talk on this show uh, is presented by our good friends at trydaytrading.com slash try monty uh, get off the hamster wheel of your of your nine to five get off the hamster, hamster wheel, 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 wheel. <laughs> uh,
3: all right. Sorry, Good that didn't Lord, work. Sorry, bro. we're having technical difficulties. Sorry. I'm what trying to get this are you in there. Doing? Sorry. My bad. My bad. I'm trying to make things happen. It's day one, okay? Okay. My fault. Okay.
2: Okay. Sorry. Anyway, the point is at tridaytrading.com slash Monty. Um, you can My bad. Sorry. Completely meltdown. Yeah, sorry. Uh at tridaytrading.com slash you can get off that hamster wheel. Um and get into day trading i mean if, you, if you've if you ever wanted to be that guy that hey takes your family on those great vacations lives in that baller style house that's the way you do that and the way and, and i say that because day trading is an actual real way to make money and if you don't want to take my word for it um you know how about you listen to our our friend because he well he's really my friend he hates me, yeah he ooh, hates me uh, ooh, uh screw you know, up shows yeah but, Don't take my word for it. Take the word of our good friend, Alema Harrington. Alema Harrington here. You know, I've been in the broadcast business going on 30 years now. And after that amount of time, you start to be able to pick some winners. I want to share a winner that I'm aware of with you, and that is my guys at Tri-Day Trading. They're going to teach you how to trade, and then they're going to let you trade using their money and then split the profits with you. That's a pretty winning deal. If you want to register for a free webinar, all you have to do is go to trydaytrading.com slash Monty. So for more information, it's TridayTrading.com slash Monty. We'll see you there. There you go. Our good friend, Alema Harrington, com slash Monty. It's a free webinar. No obligation. Trust me when I say it will change your life. Live the life you want. Get to trydaytrading.com, who brings you Uh, Utah Jazz Talk right here on the Monty Show. Uh, As the Jazz are 3-0, let's get some of your conversation points in here. Uh, let's see. Tanner Plummer says, it's okay. First day in the new studio, mistakes are going to happen. It's all good. Yeah.
3: It's life. You know what no, I mean? Mistake, Things, no, it, I mean, I'm not BYU no. eight weeks into the season and can't stop a running back. Okay. Why? So, you Why? know, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, kind of a different situation in, in everything. Why? Uh, let me just go
2: ahead and, and throw Jake's, uh, Twitter um, hash, or um, Twitter name up there. Um, there um, you go. That's your dude. Um, go get him
3: Yeah. Thanks. Go good talk him. guys. Good talk. You
2: know, uh, it's fine. We'll get to BYU coming up in ten minutes on the show. Uh, John Jackson says, "Do you have? Do you guys have the Utah Jazz editing this show?" Thanks, Jake. Appreciate that. Neville ninety three says, "You're you're good, Jake."
3: <laughs> do you have the Jazz?
2: <laughs> Tom Basilius says,
3: "WTF, so bro?"
2: Tom Basilius Tom, says, "WTF,
3: bro?" Things happen. Okay, just chill no. it's fine.
2: Uh, Steve Hambone says, "I think we have a good chance of making it to the playoffs." I don't know why everyone is being so negative. We're just going to get better. I, so is this team better than last year's team? No, no. I, I again, jazz fan, I know you're looking for that. This team's not better than last year's team. It's not. And I, I don't even think it's close. I mm. don't even think it's a conversation to be had. Like and <clears throat> how do I say this gently? Why did Why did we trade Donovan Mitchell?
3: Yeah, I don't, I don't understand it.
2: Did anybody see what Donnie did last night? And, Jake,
3: what did I say he would do this season? 30 points a game. He'd average 30 points a game.
2: And how many games have they played three? Yeah. How many times has he scored 30 points? hmm Three. Donovan Mitchell is actually defending really well. Um, he's shooting the three pretty well. He's playing in the mid-range. And I don't know how to break it to you. Donnie actually is passing the ball. I'm for real. Why did you trade this guy? That And this is... I, I, again, I know it's one of the most controversial subjects, but I, I don't understand what the rationale was in trading Donovan Mitchell. And I know we've had this conversation repeatedly, but if you look at this team that you have now, you're three and oh, I don't even I, I've never thought, but I, I it just is reaffirmed to me. They're not tanking. They're mm-hmm. not trying to lose games. They're not going out of their way to lose games.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Why did you trade Donovan Mitchell? I don't understand it because the return you got is not better than Don. And obviously, Laurie Markkinen, Colin Sexton, okay, great. I totally understand it. Those two guys have been good. But you look at the way Walker Kessler's played, his compete level's very high. You look, I mean, you just look at the way that that trade transformed this team. And I don't understand why you traded him. I don't understand why the Jazz traded Don. I don't know. Maybe I'm making too much out of it, but it just doesn't. Watching Donovan Mitchell play for Cleveland is frustrating.
3: Yeah, a hundred percent. I think, and I think a lot of the reason they traded him is because they just wanted a fresh start. I think that's what they wanted. I think it. I, honest to God, think it didn't have anything to really do with basketball or like his performance on the floor. I think they just wanted a, a, an entirely fresh start out of the organization. That that's what I think they wanted, and I, and I think you know as far as like the guys who are still here, those guys are not like. You know, I'm not going to say they're not difference making. Obviously, they make plays and they make a difference yeah. in the game. But I think, you know, from like how the organization feels and like what people know and think of the organization, I think if you were going to trade Rudy, um, you know, they felt like, hey, we need to trade Don, you know, and and that that's what I think the decision was based on. But I have to agree. I mean, if you had Don and he was playing this way for the Jazz, the way he is with Cleveland, I, obviously, it's a very dynamic situation. Yeah. No,
2: I agree. Uh, Tanner agrees. Uh, Jake Sperling says, have you ever seen an offseason with four trades and everyone is happy? The Wolves love Rudy. He's dominating for Minnesota. I, am I the only one who thinks it's awkward that Carl Anthony Towns is playing the four? And I know this is what Towns wanted. He doesn't look comfortable in the, at the four to me.
3: Well, the problem is when you're playing the four at his size, you don't have the quickness advantage anymore. Hello. Oh, what happened there, Jake? Hello what happened like is this my punishment for messing up the show is this is that is that what this is hello i don't i have no idea how your camera got all messed up there you are thank you um no i mean i I think that yeah i i think trading donovan mitchell was obviously a difficult decision i think trading him i i probably would not have traded him you know again hindsight's 2020 Although, you know, because this is YouTube, you can go back on the channel and kind of see what we said about it then. And I believe we had said that, you know, the 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 trading Donovan Mitchell, we would not have done. I, I, I like, like we wouldn't trade Don unless it was some ridiculous package. And I have to be honest, I don't. Whoa. Hello. Hello. Hey now. Hello. Um, 100% my fault that time. See, technical difficulties, things
2: happen. <laughs> day one you know these remote controls for these cameras like, hello there's the rest of our studio by the way hey look there's jake oh hi hello look at there's there's hello? jake right there
3: is it me you're looking for <laughs> this is
2: unbelievable I, I you know you guys will have to deal with this yeah on day one, sorry
3: I guys guess. sorry yeah sorry anyway. and this is tanner's fault really is the executive producer of the show like you know i would have expected you know better on day one you know what i mean i would have but it's fine i guess better. you know
2: there you go. Yeah, but I, I think you're right about, I mean, the 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 Wolves love Rudy. I, I don't think there's any doubt the Cavs love Don. Yeah. Right? The Nets love Royce, Pistons love Boyan, and Jazz fans love this team. I, I don't think you're wrong about that at all. I mean, I hate the Boyan trade. Uh, that's the one trade, and I, I know that everybody says I, I'm a Jazz homer and I love Danny Ainge. You're not wrong. I, I think Danny Ainge has done a great job. I hate the Boyan Bogdanovich trade. Yeah. I hate it. Can't stand it.
4: It's a it's,
3: cash dump. I mean, that's what it is. And that's I think all no it being is. away from it. Like, the, it just yeah. is what it is.
2: There's, there's, and that's the thing. There's really no other way to describe that, that it was a salary dump. And it does get you out of the luxury tax and, hey, man, I get it. There's real value in that. Yeah. It just makes me crazy that you traded Boyan Bogdanovich for Kelly Olenek, Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm not saying that Boyan should be here. Or, I'm not saying any of that. I started the show by saying Kelly Olynyk has been a really valuable member of this team. I'm not saying he's not, I wanted more for Boyan, but my, my point is, and I think to the commenter's point, I think all of these trades have been win-win teams are better because of these deals. But you just should have got more for Kelly Olenek. That, yeah. That's all I'm saying about it. So it's just really interesting to me that, you know, I, I,
3: but again, that yeah. said, like, I think as jazz fans, like, just enjoy it, please. Like, cause I know seriously, like, I, I just have like this, this voice in the back of my head saying, all right, you know, in December, in January, in February, when they're head, when they've lost more games than they've won, I'm, you know, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to say, Hey, like, you know, did you enjoy the winning early? And And it'll be really interesting to see how it goes. Like, like does Mike Conley make it the whole season? Do they rest him enough? Do they find that balance? I think again because your expectations aren't Western Conference finals, you can rest Mike more aggressively. You can you can give him extra nights off than he probably would have got last year because of that. That said, I think that, you know, I, I Mike Conley clearly understands that I, I I think on some level they did him a favor by not moving him. I think that because you kept him, it puts him in a great spot to finish his career here, but We'll see. I just think that this team is a great story right now. I think it's positive. It, is. I think it feels good. Like, it is. Just enjoy it, man.
2: I think we as sports fans want turmoil. I mean, I think... You're going to make it over there? No.
3: Nope. Yeah. it's Yeah. No. Don't get me started. Uh,
2: I think we as sports fans want turmoil. I think we, we much more enjoy complaining than rejoicing. And I, I've never understood that, but it is what it is. I mean, that's just the yeah. The facts of the case, right? I mean, yeah, 100%. Yeah, no doubt about it. As we talk Utah Jazz basketball on the Monty Show, presented by TridayTrading.com. TridayTrading.com slash Monty. Jesus Christ destroys Marxism. Uh, says Kelly Olinick has more balls than Bogey. Well, no, they each play with one, right? I, and I mean, <laughs> uh, I like Bogey, but let's be real. Bogey missed a pressure shot against Dallas. Kelly Olenek on the road hit a finger roll in New Orleans. That's balls. Well, I mean, it's a nothing game. It's a third game of the year. Boyan had had a ton of huge shots for this team in the regular season. Yeah. Uh, J.P. Shanahan, how the heck are you? Uh, J.P. Steve and Steve Shanahan and stuff. Uh, what do you think? Uh, what do you guys think on Donovan Mitchell publicly commenting that he and Gobert asked Danny Ainge to run it back? Well, I mean. Danny Ainge ultimately is the decision maker. Yeah. I mean, it, Danny, you can't run it back with Rudy's contract. You can't. And I think Minnesota is probably gonna find out the hard way that, you know, R- Rudy's great in the regular season, mm-hmm. but they're gonna have those same problems. And how long can you play Carl anthony Towns at the four? Just being honest, if you look at that situation, Rudy's in the exact same role he's been in his entire career. He's not being asked to do anything new. Different. His role simply was, hey, put on a T-Wolves uniform instead of a jazz uniform, do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Carl Anthony Towns is in a whole new world, friends.
3: A whole new...
2: Anyway, the point is, (laughs) Lion King is still a terrible movie. You've
3: never seen Lion King. Don't speak on it. Right. You don't even know who Mufasa is. I do, but it's a terrible
2: movie. That's why I've never seen it. Um, All I'm saying is that... Carl is going to have to figure it out. Carl Anthony Towns as a center is one of the most versatile centers in the NBA. As a four, I think he doesn't realize he's got to defend the other fours in this league. And that's becoming very difficult for him. Mm -hmm. Very, very difficult. And so what are you seeing? You're seeing the Timberwolves defensively turn into, well, we can feed everything into Rudy. How'd that work out for the Jazz? Because I think watching Rudy with the Timberwolves, we've seen that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. where it's been hey feed everything into into Rudy and I think that's a, a lot of what you're seeing right now
3: Yeah and I think they're naturally going to have to find the balance defensively I mean you 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 when you have guys like Carl anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert on the same team you're going to have to figure that out at like how you're going to rotate and like what your what the operation's going to look like I do think unfortunately for Rudy Gobert his teammates whatever team he's going to be on inherently are going to feed guys to him defensively because that's his highest and best use. That is his ultimate purpose and value on a basketball team, to protect the rim. So if they're not even going to be able to do that, then what's the point of having Rudy on your team, right? Like, if you can't feed guys to Rudy Gobert, what is the what is the point of, of, of signing him? And I think that was the whole essence of bringing him to Minnesota. Their thought was, hey, if we can get better defensively, and if we have... You know the uh, three-time defensive player of the year on our uh, on our roster and you know with Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards and you know the likes of the rest of that team like if if we have all that There's no reason why we shouldn't be you know Conference finals caliber at least like if not NBA Finals caliber So that's what I think the thought is but I agree with you You can't just simply send some of the best athletes in the world to Rudy and think that he's going to stop him every single time because that's not how the league works. And I think that it's just a recipe for disappointment, if I'm being honest with you. Like, to expect him to stop everything is just not, you know, we've seen that. We've been down that road as Jazz fans and as people who cover this team. We know where that path goes. So I just I just think it's not a great a great strategy.
2: Yeah, I, I think it's going to be very interesting. I know you think the T-Wolves are, are very good. I, I don't think they're one of the best teams in the West. I don't. I, I look at early season returns and you look at Golden State, you look at mm-hmm. even Phoenix has looked, you know, serviceable. I look at the teams at the top of the West. I still maintain that Denver's gonna be better than they are now. And I, I look at Golden State. I, I, I just think there's a lot of teams. The Clippers certainly um, I don't think Minnesota's in that conversation. I, I don't know that Minnesota is one of the three best teams in the West.
3: Well, and I think that's kind of the point for them this season. They have to prove that. They have to show that they can reach the the very tippy top of the mountain in the Western Conference. That's, yeah. you know, like that's that's what this season's about. And I think, again, I think guys like Anthony Edwards, like all jokes aside in the comments about Dwayne Wade and, and all that, like Anthony Edwards can be Dwayne Wade level good, but he's going to have to prove that he is, and he's going to have to prove that – he knows how to hit big shots and big moments. Like that's what you need out of a guy like him. So that's why I say Minnesota, it's not as though it's just a uh, yellow brick road to, to the conference or NBA but finals. But I, I like what they have talent-wise. Yeah.
2: Just Carl Anthony Towns is going to be wasted at the four. 100 I mean, does he figure it out? Probably. He already lost a lot of weight. He knew he'd have to move better. But he's never going to be one of the best fours in the league. Yeah. It, it, that's it no, that's on never going to happen.
3: It depends on his matchup. If they if they if they find a way to incorporate in their offense, getting him switched on to fives, guys who are more, you know, the Valanciunas's of the world or like your big lumbering five, he's probably going to eat that guy up. He's probably going to dominate that guy. He's never
2: going to be one of the best fours in the league. Sorry, dude. I mean, and, and just look at the West. I mean, if you look at, can he stay with that rotation in Golden State? Probably not. Because when they play small and they, they bump Dre to the four, he can't stay with Draymond Green running the break. He can't guard a he can't guard in pick and roll. He can't guard Steph. He can't yeah. guard Clay. He can't guard Wiggs. When when you look at Golden State, the terrifying thing about Golden State is where their best four and whoever they have running at the five, their best four is what? Steph, Clay, Wiggins. Pool. Uh Poole certainly is in there. Dre's in there. Like yeah. now what? Clay's in there. Now what? Yeah. Then you put it. Can he stay with a Kaminga? He can't stay with a Kaminga or a Wiseman. Like, what are you gonna? What are you? And again, to to Rudy Gobert, how is Rudy Gobert going to be on the floor against Golden State?
3: He's not. That's very difficult. <laughs> and so he'll be on the floor. He just won't be on in leverage situations. In yeah. My
2: opinion. I, I I don't I don't know, dude. I I think it's gonna be it's gonna be very difficult. Six thirty five. Uh, on the Monty Show, talking Utah Jazz basketball, it seems like a lot of people in on that. Uh, Lorenzo uh, Miranda says, Lori is the new face of the Jazz. No, that's Jordan Clarkson. I think there are a lot of people I don't who want him close. to be, though.
3: I think there are a lot of people who want Lori marketing to be the face, but I think right now it's, it's just not in dispute that it's Jordan.
2: I would agree with that. Um, uh, there's bots already. There's already Bro, bots in like the chat. It's been like
3: five seconds.
2: There's already bots in the chat unbelievable i'm screwed i'm screwed yeah we'll report them we'll keep reporting them keep reporting them our fight against pornography on the monty show yeah uh you know um where's we got a lot of comments i'm trying to find tanner's comment basically was that i see the salt lake bees but there's no rsl so i mean there's only so much room on the wall that you weren't expecting this one yeah uh you know yeah rsl was probably a you know <laughs> is what it be, yo? No um, comment. No comment. No Tom comment. Basilius says uh, Donovan's about to go uh, the way of D. Will
3: and again. What does that what mean? What does that though? mean? Like, I think he's yeah. already passed the. Like, I, I'm guessing is. Do you mean jazz fans are going to vilify Donovan? Like, is that is that what you mean? Like, he's he's obviously in the Eastern Conference now. Like, you're not going to see him a whole lot. Like, I, I don't know. I just don't. I don't. I don't see that. Yeah, I, I wonder.
2: Uh, Illert Genick says, so we're not going to tank this season. No. And I think that's exactly <laughs> what they should. This is what they should be doing. And I know everybody ripped me for it when I said it. This is not the roster you build to tank. Yeah, These trades didn't make sense. You didn't make the trades you made to tank. Lori Markkinen is not a guy you trade for if you're going to tank. Yeah. The guy, what does he do? He scores points. You don't keep Jordan Clarkson and tank, because what does he do? He scores points. Best. Right? Like, I mean, you look at the roster that they've built. This is not a roster built to tank, in my opinion.
3: Yeah, 100%. And I think that the, the Jazz are, as we've been saying the last several weeks, they're they're not in the VW race. They're just not. It's not in the plan. And, it, you know, and obviously that plan can change if they were to lose a bunch of games and, and it just yeah. didn't work out. But, again, you if they're going to work this hard on a night-in and night-out basis – they're going to win a lot of games against teams that I think are not prepared for the hustle. And I think that alone gets them probably 10 or 15 extra points a night. Just the, I'm going to get to the ball first. Like, I'm going to out-rebound you. Like, just the hustle part of basketball.
2: Yeah, I I totally agree. Uh, Jesus Christ destroys Marxism, says uh, Jared Van. Did you like that? Like, yeah,
3: that was pretty good. I mean, that was nothing? that was pretty good, dude.
2: Marxism.
3: Marxism. Uh, anyway,
2: uh, Jared Vanderbilt is showing toughness. As is Malik Beasley. Both are better defenders than Royce. Um, I would man, uh, Malik Beasley has been okay. I think Jared Vanderbilt could arguably your be, be your best young. Because yes, there was a discussion the other day about is Jared Vanderbilt young? Yeah, he is. He's young. So I I think absolutely Jared Vanderbilt is young. And I think he could be your best young. Yeah. Um, I think he he is arguably one of not arguably, he's arguably your best defensive player. I think he is his upside's tremendous. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I think is really interesting is most of the guys that are here, I mean, we haven't seen it from Sexton yet. Um, obviously we don't know because Walker Kessler's a rook, but these guys are growing. Yeah. They're better players. I mean, we know what Laurie Markinen is. We we know what Kelly Olenek is. I don't know that we saw this level of tenacity from Jared Vanderbilt when he was in Minnesota. I don't think we did. I look at what he's bringing to the floor here. I mean, I, you have to be super stoked. Like Just watching him run up and down, watching his ability to play guards, his ability to play C.J. McCallum in the pick and roll. By the way, C.J. McCallum is still a very good. I don't know if you guys know this. He can shoot. My God. Yeah. How many big shots did he hit in a row for them? Yes. But Jared Vanderbilt can defend him in the pick and roll. And I think that's really critical. And again, they're 3-0. I, I cannot actually wait for this Houston
3: game. Yeah. Like, this is going to be an incredibly entertaining game. Like, you need to be ready for that. Like, this yeah. is going to be a fast-paced, up-and-down kind of game. And I think... You know, I, I, again, I, this whole back-to-back thing. I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if Mike Mike Conley sat out tonight. But at the same time, that that opens the door for somebody else. So to me, I just uh, I, I just don't think you know. There's no issue with resting Mike Conley and just going with the guys you you feel like you want to play because you don't have expectations. And I think it's a very dangerous place, or or you know maybe dangerous isn't the right word. But like, if think about it, if it's a, if you're an NBA team. You don't have expectations and every option is available to a head coach like will hardy a young guy who's open to new things and open to trying new things you're gonna win a lot of games in different ways that people don't expect and that's what i think this team is right now they are the the, the you know the the shot out of the dark if you will the team out of left field the surprise of the league that they're three 0 will this continue probably not at this rate right like you're probably gonna you know You'll like after ten games. Are you a six hundred team? We'll see. I don't know, but clearly they're capable of beating good teams by outworking them. I want to see what this team looks like against you know the the Warriors, the Suns, Boston. How large is the gap? That's what I want to see.
2: Well, and I mean, you're gonna you're gonna obviously you're gonna find out. I mean, uh, it's just it's really interesting. It it is. It's really interesting. I don't know. I don't know. They're going to compete in, against everybody. I'm sitting here thinking to myself like is there a team that they can't play with? They I mean the tape is going to be out there. You're going to start finding game plans for this Jazz team. Yeah. That's why I say enjoy it now. They're 3 and 0. Um it is there is no game plan for the Jazz. I mean I, I, this is a league that's built on getting up and down. And I think that they are they can do that. And I I think I I really want to see I really want to see Colin Sexton get into this full time Mm -hmm. Uh, because I still don't think that he's 100 percent. I really don't. I still don't think that he is. And again, this is just my opinion. I don't think that that Colin Sexton is 100 percent yet. I think he's coming back off a serious knee injury, mm-hmm. and that takes time.
3: Well, and look at what you're seeing with Kawhi in L.A. I mean, you're, you're yeah. seeing they're bringing him off the bench. They're really taking their time managing with it. Managing his load. Yeah, they're managing his load, which obviously is a big load to manage, and it's tough, and it's difficult, but they're still doing it, and I think that, you know, Kawhi is, it looks good in the minutes he's getting, yeah. and, as you would expect, and I think you can use that same logic with Colin Sexton. I would expect Colin to really get it going in the next couple of months. Like, I would expect him to... Kind of take this this surge forward defensively and like tenacity wise once he is fully healthy.
2: Two thirty two is the over under tonight against Houston. Yeah, it's hundred and sixteen points each.
3: I like this Jazz team against Houston. <sighs> I do. I think Houston will turn it over a lot, and I two, think the Jazz will make them pay.
2: Two thirty two. Yeah, is I mean that's crazy. <laughs> that that's crazy. What's up, my Monty fan says. Congrats on the new studs uh, looking funky fresh. Thank you, sir. Thank you i agree uh let's see uh boyd lake says you can leave the jazz but you can't leave them alone see what see what he did there you, you, okay uh tanner Plummer says all right it's time to talk about the clown show that is byu
3: and kick a person when he's down
2: do we have to talk about byu do we have to, can we like can I, we not? I i i don't can we not like
3: because it's garbage
2: good god um I don't know. Let's do that at seven. Let, yeah. let let me just enjoy. Let me bask. Yeah, can we
3: just yeah? Can we just can have we bask a in the enjoyment
2: hour? of the jazz yeah, before we rip time. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers at football at fifty, presented by Quick Quack Car Wash, uh, the biggest stories in sports this morning. And I don't think there's any doubt uh, that the Quick Quack Car Wash biggest story in sports is uh, the Jazz being three zero. Certainly BYU's loss at Liberty. I mean, I I don't know how you explain that, um, especially since Kalani says he called the plays. Um, so there's, I mean, that's no longer an excuse and listen, everybody's like, oh, do you believe him? It doesn't matter if we believe him. He said
3: it, <laughs> and you know, right.
2: So we'll talk about that coming up at seven. Um, I certainly think some of these stories out of the NFL yesterday, the Oregon ducks, uh, swooping UCLA, I think is absolutely a story about, you know, who the best team in the, in the PAC 12 is November 19th at Autzen stadium in Eugene. It's the Utes. It's the ducks it's for all the marbles in the Pac-12. Yeah, Like, that game now becomes just a behemoth. Because both teams, like, you know, the the Utes play uh, Washington State on Thursday. Um, You know, both those teams have very winnable games. You know, and it's going to be very interesting to see uh, exactly how Utah comes off of a bye in Pullman on a Thursday night. uh, 8 o'clock on, uh, you know, like... Uh, On Fox. Wow, look at that typo. Dude. Utah Utes on BYU week. Bro. How crazy is that typo? I swear. That must have been
3: autocorrect. I swear. How often does autocorrect get us every day? It gets me all the time, dude. I mean,
2: are you you kidding me? You weren't expecting this one. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Utes are at Washington State. Uh, Thursday night at 8 on Fox. It's
3: going to be a tough game. You're going to be rested, which is great. That's but, a huge game. But that's a super important game. That
2: is a huge, huge game. And I just, yeah. I, and obviously, I we'll
3: get into that later in the week. But I, that's, yeah, that's a huge game. I think
2: it's a great time to be a sports fan. And it's a great time to get your car washed. A quick quack car wash. Uh, obviously, with the first snow of the season yesterday, we got dumped on in South Jordan. It was yeah. glorious. We never, ever get snow in South Jordan. Right. It just doesn't happen. Right. So seeing the ochres covered in snow and to willow, to willow getting snow and I mean it was absolutely glorious. Yes, uh, to see that, yeah, man, we got snow. You're gonna have to get your car wash. Driving down Bangor this morning on our way here to our Maverick Center studios of the Monty Show, um, drove through the wet and the snow and the salt. Got to go to Quick Quack Car Wash today after the show to make sure we keep the paint on Klaus the Audi Audi Audi. Hoodie. nice and clean we do it at quick quack car wash because they're always friendly it's always fun they're always smiling I love that they wear ties and I it, it just feels good to go there I hate those car washes where it takes an hour to get through the people don't look like they want to be there and then you get out and you look at your car and you're like oh yeah they missed all that they are casual no they don't miss it at quick quack I love it our biggest stories in sports every morning Presented by Quick Quack Car Wash. A couple more of your thoughts on the uh, Utah Jazz. Um, Boyd Lake says, guys, guys, guys. Five minutes <laughs> to the NFL music. Love it. Love it. Hey, guys. Um, you know, it, yeah, it is what it is. Jake Sperling says, how about two Jerry Sloan-approved no-easy-buckets uh, plays from our guards in two games? Conley hard foul on, on Gobert and Clarkson clean block on Zion. Yeah, I, I, I'm all about that. Uh, this NBA has become, and I think they were saying it on the uh, Jazz broadcast last night. Which, by the way, by the way, yeah, the broadcast is way better this year. I don't know if they got to Bowler. I I have no idea what happened, but Bowler and and I'm a huge Thurl Bailey fan. Mm-hmm. Their broadcast is better this year. Yeah. You're not you're not
3: it's, in on it's that. It's better, but it's not great. But you admit it's better. It's better. They've improved, but I, I still think that you know, the the best look, it's it's hard to replace, you know, iconic voices of the game. That's the problem. Like you you're not gonna you're you're not gonna replace a Mike Breen or whatever ridiculous example you wanna use. Like like when I talk about a great broadcast. That's what I want. I want. I want Tessitore on Utah football. I want like that voice on this sport, on this big game. So yeah, have they gotten better? Absolutely. They they've improved. I think you know the homerism from last year is has been alleviated a little bit. I still hear it from time to time, but from Holly's the homer. Holly is the big time homer. I think that that Bowler Jack still does it from time to time. But again, it's better. They're not terrible. It's better. I was really
2: surprised because uh, the New Orleans broadcast typically on the league pass we watch the opponent for obvious reasons and they're terrible in New Orleans awful like it's unlistenable yeah and so watching bowler and Big T and Holly I was really surprised that it was it was better listenable
3: yeah that's the word I'd use it was listenable I would agree uh,
2: but yeah they were they made a really good point that the the jazz are turn that the NBA is turning into the NFL with these with these soft calls. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's something that's, it's very difficult to, you know, to, it's very difficult to digest yeah. the way that the game is being called. It, it really is. Uh, let's see. C says, please, please take a shot at Spence it's for calling y'all the YouTube hacks. Y'all YouTube hacks. Y'all built this show from the ground up he lives off his daddy's name jesus wow. christ dude happy monday c damn um you know what i i am very proud of what we've built here i mean i i think this is all us like we we have great partners here at the grizzlies and the maverick center um but this studio is a hundred percent us the the fine folks kevin bruder and the guys here at maverick center brian Prooch, jared youngman like all the people we deal with routinely gave us the freedom and the creativity to build what we wanted to build. And we spent a good chunk of change doing this with, with Wayman Brothers Construction. Um, they they built us a palace, and it is, it's awesome. Like, it's super comfortable. And we
3: will be doing more giveaways. We will be doing things where you guys can come by the studio on your feet yeah. to work. And, like, yep. there is a lot coming as far as that's concerned. But, yeah, I mean, I think you know, the only thing I would say, and I know we got to get to football 50 here, but I I think for us, like, we're not really interested in, in taking shots at someone like Spence or anybody else. Like, you know, it it is what it is, to be honest with you, they're in a completely different world, you know, and, and that's kind of what our goal was. We're not, we're not trying to to compete with those guys. They're not our competition, uh, to be honest with you. I, I think that we, yeah. we, we work our ass off to put out a great product. And And I think to that, be
2: independent, yeah. unaffiliated, not having to, you know, toe the company line. That's what you guys are here for. Yeah. You know, like we are the truth in Salt Lake City Sports Talk because we're unaffiliated. We are yeah. not in, nobody's got their hand in our pocket. Like it's not, and again, with all due respect to Spence, he, he does call us the hacks on YouTube. I'm fine with that. Anytime he references us, it's good for our brand. You know, we're not on the radio because we don't want to be. People have asked us why we're not. It's because the radio in this market's broken, frankly, right now. So it's it's just not something uh, that we're looking for. But we're always looking for Football at 50 presented by Papa Murphy's Pizza. Make sure you download the Papa Murphy's Pizza app. Make sure that when you order Papa Murphy's, you use the code MOTC25 to save 25% off. Your purchase of $25 or more had had the awesome thin crust last week. It's going to be amazing. Monday Night Football tonight. Make sure that you absolutely get the Papa Murphy's Pizza. Now, if you're a Bears fan such as and like myself, uh, you're probably going to get heartburn because we're not very good. Justin Fields sucks. Here's my point. You're going to New Orleans, or excuse me, New England, and you're an eight-and-a-half-point underdog. Yeah, dude. The Bears are terrible right now, is what it be. Justin Fields shows improvement. You're probably going, and it's going to be a very close game because I think the Bears' defense is actually playing better football than they have been at any point in the year. But by no means do I believe we're going to Gillette to win. Right. I think the Patriots win, but something tells me it's a close game. It's not an eight-and-a-half-point game.
3: Yeah, I think the problem is is that against a Belichick-led defense, there's in There's going to be turnovers for Justin Fields more so than normal, and I think that I'm starting to come to the middle on Justin Fields. Like I, I I'm never going to come off of that. I think he doesn't have a ton to work with, Here but we I, go. I do. You know, we were watching some tape and. Looking at his game. And, and, yeah, there are a lot of times where he's got a guy who's open. And, again, he's open by NFL standards, which is very different than open by college standards. But he's open, and you need to get the football to him. And it's like, I I don't know how you, uh, you know, other than sitting in the film room with your quarterbacks coach or your offensive coordinator or whatever and working yeah. on it, I don't know how you get him to hit those routes. I don't know.
2: Yeah. I um... – yeah, I don't know. You know what? I, I think Justin Fields is not an NFL quarterback, period. That's that. But I
3: think the question is, I don't disagree with that, but the question is, can he be? Can you get him there? That's my question. And I don't
2: know that you can get him there with Eber Blues as his head coach. With a defensive head coach, I don't know that you can do that. Yeah. But is Tom Brady an NFL quarterback anymore? Jesus. A shocking loss. The, the Carolina Panthers beat... The Tampa Bay Buccaneers 21-3. to Yeah. Tom Brady hit Mike Evans with a dime, and Mike Evans dropped it. It was a touchdown, and Evans dropped it. Is that Tom Brady's fault? Absolutely not. But it seems like he's doing a lot more yelling at his offensive linemen than he is of throwing touchdowns. Is Tom Brady
3: done? I don't know that he's done. I think that... The, uh, The issue is, is he's distracted. He's been distracted, and I think when you're distracted and you're taking extra days off, I don't even, I don't want, the issue I see with with him taking days off is not extra reps throwing spirals on the practice field. That's not the issue. The issue to me with taking days off is you don't have that cohesiveness with your team you like publicly they're all saying yeah sure we believe in it and losing is is you know unacceptable and we got to be better the classic company line out of a Tom Brady led football team the team line yeah you know but like i i'm not going to sit here and buy that this Tampa Bay Bucks team is in a good place, because they're clearly not. And and I don't think we've seen this a lot out of Tom. And so my question is, Tommy. is this a bad year, or is this what Tom is now? Because if this is what Tom is now, he should just take his ass to retire. So you're saying that
2: he's distracted with his divorce? Yeah,
3: he's distracted with Gisele's Bunshin. And I think that Giselle's
2: he's, not, he's in. not
3: putting the effort in the, and really, I'm not even going to say the effort, because I think the effort's there. The commitment level mentally to really lead the team and really be that guy that he's been I, is not there. I don't right know
2: now. that I'm ready to say that. I think Tommy, 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 the old Tomster, Tominator, Uh I think Tommy can't be responsible for Mike Evans catching a touchdown. Right. He, he just can't. The other game yesterday that I thought was interesting was the Commanders beating the Packers 23 21. And Aaron Rodgers, after the game, says, Yeah, maybe this is the wake up call we needed. I know for a fact Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are still two of the best quarterbacks in this league. Yeah. But I think what you're seeing is they're not good enough anymore to make mediocre players good players. They're not you're not making Julian Edelman a superstar. Chris you're, Hogan. Not, you're not making Chris Hogan a superstar. They're not they're not good enough to do that anymore. And I think when you see that, you know, Randall Cobb's out of that lineup and I, that's the biggest issue for me is that you don't have the horses to throw to anymore, and I think when you let you know when you let your best receiver waltz over to Las Vegas and you think you can just replace him, I, receiver I, in the league, I think you have real delusions of grandeur about who Aaron Rodgers is. Yeah, and I I think that's the biggest story. But I, I mean, you look across you look across the NFL yesterday, and uh, what I'm telling you is that. There's a lot of questions about who's great and who's who's not. I the Buffalo Bills are by far the best team in the NFL in my opinion. I I don't honest to goodness I don't even know that that it's close. Like yeah, and I
3: think there's a lot of these these NFC Championship caliber teams that that are not playing great football. You you look at the Packers and you're like, dude, like what are we doing? Like I understand Devontae got traded, but this is not all on Aaron Rodgers. You know, like I look at the Bucks, it's like. Hey, yeah. To your point, dude isn't responsible for for Mike Evans dropping a pass. You know, like I mean, Dallas is five and two. Yeah, you look at Dallas. You look at, you know, who else you want to look at? What is it? Uh, the, uh, I, I uh, mean, I, I
2: look at some of those other games yesterday. The New York Giants are six and one.
3: Yeah, perfect example.
2: I mean, that's a t- that's a really compelling story to me because Daniel Jones is a guy that a lot of people thought was going to be out of the league. And the New York Giants are six and one now. The other team. But like, team, do you buy
3: them? Not to cut you off, but do you buy I the Giants? I do buy the so New York, York Giants. I yeah. do.
2: I, I actually do buy the New York Giants. The problem is when you look at the NFC East. I think the Eagles. The, there's not a conversation to be had. The Eagles are six and zero. Oh, yeah. And and they are, they're leading the division. But I, I, I look at the Giants. I look at the Cowboys. I don't. The Dallas Cowboys are they better when Dak Prescott comes back in his full strength, one hundred percent?
3: Yeah, I don't buy that they are. They, I, they haven't I, been.
2: I don't. Right? I think they have sputtered, and I think they got the absolute pleasure of playing the the uh, Detroit Lions yesterday, and I think Dak Prescott was horrifically average. Yeah. Yesterday, because he's not that guy yet, but. You're paying Ezekiel Elliott fifteen million bucks for fifty seven yards and to average three point eight yards a carry. Yeah,
3: I mean there's no question you're overpaying him. I, I think that you're in this place in Dallas where I feel like you have to move on from the old guard and sort of reinvent this team. Well, don't you have to, the
2: old guard includes Jerry Jones?
3: Yeah, I agree. I and that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, I don't <laughs> I don't think that a Jerry Jones led organization will ever win a Super Bowl. I just don't. I, I think you know, when, when I start hearing about, you know, sexual assault allegations from the ownership office and, like, you look at contracts like Zeke's contract, you look at the fact that Dak is always hurt, like the offensive line typically is hurt, In the one year they had that great yeah. offensive line, they were road grading teams with Zeke back there, they had a pretty good year. They didn't go to the Super Bowl, and that's precisely my point. You have to have better leadership.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh, I agree with that 100%. Uh, Tanner Plummer says, I'm buying the New York Giants. They're good. Josh Leburn says, uh, Jets are winning despite Zach Wilson throwing one TD in his last four games. Zachy Pooh has been pretty average as well. Um, I don't know how they're doing that. I really don't. Uh, as long as Jerry, Gerald Jones is running the Cowgirls, they'll be what they are. Gerald. I agree with that. Gerald. SDSU. Uh, San Diego State, Aztecs. San
3: Diego. Good
2: morning, folks. Raiders looked alright. Jacobs looked great. Aztecs, Suns, and all three of my fantasy football teams won. Niners lost a perfect Sunday. You ain't wrong. Yeah. You ain't wrong. The only thing you're wrong about is not going to Papa Murphy's Pizza. 9 What's your emergency?
3: Something is in my house. I'm sorry. Say again? I smell something delicious and I don't know what it is. Ma'am, ma'am, can you describe it for me?
2: It smells like Golden
3: crust, freshly shredded cheese, and pepperoni. Ma'am, ma'am, we've traced the smell, and it's coming from inside your oven. What do you mean? It's a Papa Murphy's Jacko pizza, and it's just $10. Ah,
4: amazing. Papa Murphy's.
2: Use the promo code. I'm going to miss that commercial. We're on our last week I'm of really those spots. I'm really
3: curious, yeah, because Halloween's here already, which is crazy, but... I'm really curious what like if they're going to have a Christmas special or a Thanksgiving special or like what the what the vibe's going to be.
2: Yep, I agree. Um, use the promo code MONTY25. M O N T Y, Monty25 to get 25% off your purchase at $25 or more. Thin crust or regular crust? Uh, uh, regular crusts. Okay. I uh, uh, I go it's back. Close. And forth. I go back and forth. Yeah. I do. I go back and forth. Uh, the Monty show live in our Maverick Center Studios finally. Uh, as always, presented by The Advocates, Utah Uh What do you guys think of the studio? I, I, a lot of people, uh, J.M. Priest sends me a note and says, just wanted to give you a heads up. There's a little bit of an echo.
3: There is, yes.
2: Uh, there is. Uh, Marky um, said, whoa, I lost that. Yeah. Uh, Marky said basically the same thing. Yeah. I don't think there's any doubt we're going to uh, need to add some sound echo dampening material. Sound deadening material. We are on the Grand Concourse, the main yeah. hall. Yep. Um, and the top of our studio is actually open. Um, so there is an echo. We can take care of that. No problem. I appreciate all the feedback. But uh, you guys have any comments about
3: our new studio? Feel free. Yeah. Questions, comments, thoughts. You know. You know,
2: do we? I, I guess we need to get
3: a studio sponsor. Yeah, what we need to do is get a studio sponsor. If you know anybody, we're taking calls. Uh, number one, number two, <laughs> uh, we need to figure out like a, a a thing where you know we get we get a catering company in here, maybe, or some sort of a something. Have like a breakfast, yeah, something a little or other. A little, a little breakfast thing or something or other. Because the studio is really, you know. So I, I know we had a lot of a lot of you guys came out for the Grizzlies over the weekend and you saw the studio. But for those of you who did not uh, see the studio over the weekend. As you were saying we're in the grand lobby so it's really easy to find it's right inside the front door of the maverick center um so yeah we're gonna have to get that worked out it'd be fun to do that
2: yeah we'll have to have everybody in for like an open house or something yeah i don't know and you know frankly we're only doing this here um because we have great partners like the advocates like our good friends at tri day trading uh barbecue pit stop papa murphy's pizza quick quack car wash uh support our sponsors folks that really makes a difference for us it allows us to do things like this um so appreciate all of them uh the advocates utah advocates.com the best injury attorneys in the business as i always tell you make sure that you chat with them for free online right now utah
3: i guess without further ado should the negative
2: negativity train
3: leave the station now
2: i guess we have to talk about byu damn BYU got dominated by Liberty, and I don't think there's any doubt that one of the biggest questions in sports this morning is, what do you do now? Mm -hmm. Where does BYU go from here? You know you host East Carolina Carolina. on Friday night uh, on ESPN2 at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. I don't know that there are any more must-win games for this team. I mean, obviously, this loss was terrible, embarrassing, humiliating. You got dominated by Liberty, and you were never in this game. You you know you you score the 14 points, and then all of a sudden the, the motor just turns off. Fast. And they run out and score 41, and it's absolutely a humiliating loss. Yeah. And you know I want to play some of this Kalani sound from after the game because I think we're all looking at the wrong thing here. I think when you when you start looking at you know who Kalani Sitaki is. And you start looking at who we've all been talking about. You know, Elisa Tuiaki is the defensive coordinator, and I don't know that he matters anymore because I think this is 100% about Kalani Sataka. Look
1: forward to seeing who wants to come out of this mess, you know. But it's it, it's an easy filter for me: see who wants to join the fight and who wants to not be a part of it. And so we'll we'll get through it.
2: I mean, who wants, to go, who wants to work on this mess? Mm-hmm. You know, you listen mm-hmm. to his words, and he, he, again, I've said for weeks, looks like a different Kalani Satake to me. And he's wearing it, and they're losing games, and it's embarrassing now, and they're getting dominated. And so I don't know what the answer to this is, mm-hmm. but I know it's not fire everybody and let's start over. Like, grow up. That's not the answer to this if you're a BYU fan. Here's Kalani talking about who
1: bears responsibility for the loss. And obviously, looking at our game, it's a team loss. Um, we didn't do anything in the three phases to really uh, gain the favor of the game. So, uh, special teams, defense and offense, definitely lost this game. But
2: It is a team loss. Yeah. And I think the thing that's hard for people to recognize is that you... I think fans want to fire people all the time. It doesn't work that way. Is there any BYU fan who would tell you that Kalani's not the right guy for this job anymore? Because if they do, they don't know BYU football. This is what football is. Football is hard. Football is difficult. It is not fire Kalani and let's start over. It is not the universal cheer of bring Bronco back and let's win football games. Because you hated Bronco when he was here and now he's gone and all of a sudden Bronco's your favorite football coach ever. Knock it off. Because Bronco is not the answer. The answer is to stand tall and figure it out. Mm -hmm. Do you need to make a change on defense? Yeah, you do. Is Elisa Tuiaki a problem? He probably is because the defense has been terrible. But Kalani Sataki says he's the one that's calling the defense now. So they were still terrible. Is it Kalani's fault then? I guess it is. He's the head coach. But we've got to stop being the BYU fan that constantly calls for Kalani and this guy and that guy and the vendor and the ticket taker to be fired. Because it's unbecoming. Mm -hmm. At some point, you have to understand that your football team's going to swoon. And your football team's going to go up and going to go down. And right now, BYU is in a down, very difficult time. That doesn't mean that you fire everybody and start over. And until you get out of that mindset, you're not gonna grow and recover from this. You're, you're just not. And what I'm telling you is, you need to stand by. You need to stand tall, and you need to proudly be a BYU fan. And I, I said this about the Jazz when you tore this team down, and everybody said, I won't go to the game. I won't buy those uniforms. Okay, well then you're hurting your team. So when you're sitting here talking about, oh, fire everybody, you're hurting your team. When you're not supporting the singular right guy to lead the BYU football program into the Big 12, and that guy's name is Kalani Sataki, when you're sitting here talking about bringing Bronco back, all you're doing is slapping Kalani Sataki in the face. Stop disrespecting me, bro. Grow up. This is what football is. And I understand that BYU fans, you're in a lot of pain right now. You're frustrated, you're upset with the football team. Firing Kalani Sataki does not make this better. And I got news for you as well. It won't make you feel better either because there's not a better replacement for him. Do you want to go back to Gary Croton in the bib uniforms? Why? Why? Kalani Sataki's the right guy at the right time to lead this team forward. He needs to make changes on his defensive staff. There is no doubt about that. But Jake, I don't think calling for Kalani's job
3: is the right way to go about this. No, and I think I, I completely agree. It's what we do in sports. I think it's a convenient, it's a convenient tactic. You know, it's like, hey, let's fire everybody because you know, getting a new face in here, getting some fresh blood in here is going to fix all the problems that ail this team. But but the 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 actual problem is is that you know guys aren't tackling. You know, guys are not. There were there were probably, I mean, I don't know how many plays. You know, but a bunch of plays when I was looking at it where you've got contact two yards after the line of scrimmage. You've got defensive contact on the ball carrier two yards after the line of scrimmage, and you just missed him. And then another guy missed him, and another guy missed him. And it's like, okay, great. like We can talk about all these coaches, and I totally agree. There are some issues with the way Tuiyaki goes about calling a defense. I 100% agree with that. But when Kalani starts calling plays, and it gets worse, and you're putting guys in a position where... You're playing man across the board and you're asking guys to make a tackle and they don't make a tackle that's how you give up 38 Unanswered points just so we're all on the same page. So yeah, to I... me, it's very straightforward here like there needs to be Some some accountability with the players and and frankly and I know this is cliche and I really don't mean it to be this way But they got to get back to fundamentals. How hard is it to wrap a guy up? How hard is it to take the proper angle if they're tackling to the best of their ability? We're probably not having this conversation today. Yeah,
2: you, the 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 issue that has plagued this defense is tackling. It is it has been poor. Um, and here's Kalani Sataki talking about uh, standing your ground. Be up
1: fourteen to three, and then to have thirty eight on unanswered points um, was shocking for us. But um, you know, just got to fight through this. This is a uh, definitely some adversity that we're going through. And uh, you know, you have two choices: you can you can fight through it, or you can, or you can, It's a fight or flight moment, and I only know one way, and that's to work hard and fight through this and, and uh, make sure that we have the right guys with us along the way. So,
2: Yeah, totally agree. Let's get some of your comments in here. Brady Cook says, no, BYU has not been healthy. That's been one of your problems, but that's been a plague for years. Totally. It's not, and again, bless you, friends. <laughs> Injuries are not a reason. They're not an excuse. They're part of football. Every team has injuries, every single one. Are we clear on that? Injuries are not the reason that they're giving up 38 unanswered points. Injuries are not the reason they're only scoring 14 points. Injuries are not the reason they can't kick field goals. Injuries are not the reason they're missing tackles. They're not good enough. That's why they're losing. It has nothing to do with injuries, man. You're you're not good enough. Uh, James Knight, good morning to you, friend. He says his hats are screaming for help. James, I wear a size 8 hat. I have a Mm -hmm. massive cranium. Mm -hmm. Trust me. Yeah. You are what you are. I have a huge head. Uh, The answer is to clean house in the coaching room with the defense. Recruit better. Leverage the Big 12. Go to Florida, California, Texas, and get stars with the NIL and silicone slopes. You have to. You have to. Recruit better. I agree Am my Monty fan. Jacob DeLambo. I want Broncos toughness back, not the coach. I agree with that. Um, James Knight says that's your opinion Monty others may differ true but when you stand around and you talk about firing everybody and blowtorching the entire football program that's not being a fan that's being an emotional wreck
3: yeah and and I just think that the the question I always ask to people who say that is like okay great so you blowtorch the whole program what's next Where, where, where are you gonna go what are you gonna do like you're gonna this isn't this isn't Liberty you can't just go and hire anybody right like you understand That that you have to be a card-carrying member. You understand that there are expectations at BYU from not just from a football perspective. So let's not sit here and say that. Yeah, right. Like let's not. Are you saying that football is fifth? Yeah, I am, Bronco. Thank you. Like like it's not. (laughs) It's 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 different, and I know we all know that. But I think sometimes we lose sight of that. This is yes, this is a Kalani issue on some level because he's the head coach. No, it's not a Kalani issue. Right? Like we understand that difference. But I think yep. I do think, and I have said this before, I do think Kalani's too nice about it. I do think that he, he he does go about it uh a little too soft. Like I would love to hear him say something like, Yeah, you know, Elisa Tuiaki has not been good enough. This defense is not nearly good enough. It's just not. Yeah. And we need to fix it.
2: Everybody's got injuries. We gotta stop blaming injuries. Man, everybody is. Well, and injured. I think
3: the injury thing is part of what makes the likes of Nick Saban and the Kirby Smarts and the Coach Ryan Saban. Days, like the 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 big boy programs and in, in college football nationally speaking, it's what makes them special. Because even if they do lose Will Anderson at Alabama, like they're able to backstop that with at least someone who's good enough to get the job done
2: yeah I think that's a I think that's a very interesting point I do i I think you have to be and that's part of the problem here is that you are you're not deep enough Mark s gives us a ten dollar tip appreciate you man appreciate it uh, appreciate you very much thank you very much and uh, by the way if you're here right now and you give us tips uh thank you you built a studio for us because that's where yes. all of those tips go and if you want to give us a tip we appreciate that. Uh, in any way, shape, or form you'd like to do that, uh, it all goes into infrastructure, every single bit of it. Uh, so we appreciate you, Mark S., um, who makes an interesting point. He says, Sataki, yes. Tuiaki, no. Best team of players ever, so it's the coaching. I do think you are very talented. And, you know, it was funny. Some – and I can't remember who it was. One of the Ute fans went through my Twitter timeline mm-hmm. and found a tweet from September where I said that that Max Thule's a stud, and this defense can play with anybody. And I think they can. I actually don't disagree with that. I just think they're poorly coached. I think Max Tooley's a safety, not a linebacker. Um, I think he's out of position. When you're asking guys like Tyler Batty to drop into coverage, it's it's a mistake. Fact. So I think when you look at what's happening and, and everything that's going on on this defense, I would agree with, with Mark. Tuiyaki has to go. Yeah. You have to make you cannot give up 38 straight points and get humiliated um, and then think you're going to turn around and look better on Friday night against East Carolina. And by the way, I point out you're only a three point home favorite, which really means you're you're even because Vegas gives you three, three points for being the home team. Yeah. So it's a pick em with East Carolina and that's not going to be good enough. That's not going to do the job. Uh, Jeremy Sevier says, uh, I just want BYU to play like they care and actually have some nasty. I think you see that offensively. I think, and this is the hard part, and I, and I know that a lot of BYU fans take issue with this particular point, but I think it's, it's that cough syrup you don't want to take, right? The defense is starting to hurt the entire team now. And this is the reason specifically that you have to you have to minimize Tuiyaki and then and make a change in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Because you owe it to the other players on this team. And the sad part is the upperclassmen on this team, guys like our very own Harris Lachance, this is it for them. They're going to the NFL or they're going on to their lives. Thanks. So you've allowed Elisa Tuiaki in this defense now to drag the rest of this team. Because again, you got beat in time of possession two to one. So the offense isn't on the field nearly at the rate that they should be. Cause you can't get off the field on third down. Yeah, You can't tackle because you're poorly coached and the offense is suffering because of it. And the defense now is dragging the, the football team down. So again, I'm asking you, what are you waiting for? Why did it take us giving up 38 points at liberty to finally take over the defense and this is where we go right to kalani sataki you have to hold him accountable because he didn't do what needed to be done with the defense he didn't minimize and take elisa tuyaki out of the equation let him focus on the d-line why don't you be the defensive program manager here you're the head coach but now you're also the defensive coordinator. This is your job, Kalani. You haven't done it well enough. Yeah. You have to be accountable to that. And I, I, this isn't fire, Kalani, because I am not the fire Kalani guy. I'm that. That's just not where my mind is. My mind is that you owe this this football team better than that. You owe the seniors and juniors who won't play a snap of Big Twelve football better than this. Mm-hmm. That's the hard part to digest. Yes. Is you've wasted a year of how many of these guys have wasted eligibility, have wasted at the end of their college career? That's right, T. Because Elisa Tuiaki is dragging the offense down. Mm-hmm. That's the hard part to digest. Is you're wasting valuable time that you'll never get back at BYU as a player. Yeah. That's where my mind goes because having covered this game long enough, guys like harris lachance don't get eligibility back they can't be like ah we had a crappy year i'm gonna stay another year doesn't yeah. work like that yeah that's the hard part you know yeah uh, ny Monty fan says bring man Te'o to coach the linebackers the world would love it well maybe you should have gone to byu in the first place uh no don't get me started c says and i say this as a big fan of your show oftentimes disagree but i like that Make me think, and I know y'all aren't biased towards BYU or Utah. Great work. Appreciate I appreciate that. We're not. It, We're not. And I think that's one of the things that is a luxury for us is I didn't go to BYU or Utah. We're not from here. We're, we try to really be right down the middle. We really do. Um, J- Jeremy says, I just want BYU to play like they actually care. Thank you. I read that one already. Kendall Dean says, agree with Jake. Too nice. Football is a tough game. Being accountable is sometimes getting in somebody's face. It is. It absolutely is.
3: That's what I mean. It just it just feels like the program's cold right now. It doesn't feel like there's this burning desire program wide to to get this figured out like yeah. fast. I'm not gonna sit here and say that Kalani Sataki, you know, doesn't wanna figure it out. Obviously he wants to figure it out. And I'm sure if you asked Tuyaki, hey, like, you know, what's your level of desire to be here and figure it out and get through this, like I'm sure he would say he wants to, but I, like, I think it's – it's I don't think – I know it's good. Like, when Tom Brady's chewing out his offensive lineman, that's good for the team, you know? Obviously, there's a balance, and obviously, you know, you can't be doing that every single day, or, you know, or, or obviously, you know, it loses its effect. But I think sometimes, and really most times, like, Kalani's just too nice. And, and I love the guy. I love his fit at BYU. I love the program. But you have to, as a head football coach, be very – Blunt sometimes and not give me like, like Kalani is will always say, Well, we didn't play good enough and we didn't execute good enough. And I need to watch the tape and see like where we fell short. And congrats to Liberty because you know they had a great performance. And but but you know, we certainly have things we can work on. Like that's his go to you know line, that's his go to messaging. Instead, I would love to just hear Kalani say, Yeah, we sucked today, we were not good today, and it's getting old. And We need to figure out. Yeah, what exactly it's gonna take for us to to tackle somebody or what it's gonna take for us to be um, You know successful because again, I, obviously you're never gonna hear him come out and say that just that way But I think trending that way is better than not like I think you just have to be Like when like when is enough enough? I guess that's my question. What how many how many weeks in a row if you're Kalani, is it acceptable for you to just sit up there and give us the same messaging? Because it, it all sounds the same. I mean, it does. If we're being honest, it, it very all, much does. Like, it all just sounds the same. Yeah, you know, he just I, says the same thing every week.
2: I don't disagree with that at all. I I, I think you're exactly right. Uh, BYU talk on the Monty Show presented by Barbecue Pitstop, BBQ Pitstop.com. Uh, fired up the smoker this weekend again. I'm telling you, smoking in chilly weather is amazing. I think I could be wrong. Summer, I'm sure there's great summer smoking as well, but I'm telling you, chill in the air. Fall smoking oh, is yeah. amazing. It is because the pungent odor of your pellets smoking through the burner thing. The cold death.
3: autumn wind going through your smoker <laughs> is amazing.
2: Um, so, yeah, it's Monday night. Got to get the, uh, I think, who said it? Got to get the uh, Jacko Pizza.
3: Yeah, you got to get it before it goes, man. Uh,
2: Let's see. There it is right there. Provo Cougar fan says it's Monday, home halftime tonight, last night of Jacko Pizza, Yes. Monty 25. Let's go. Bang that promo
3: code. Let's go. Actually,
2: I think next Monday night is the 31st.
3: Um, What day do
2: you trick or treat? Do you trick or treat on Saturday?
3: I I mean, you're not getting me to dress up. I can tell you that right now. You're not a costume guy. No, I'm not a costume guy. Okay. Yeah, Monday is the 31st. So technically... Next Monday's Provo also Cougar fan. You have one more Monday, but I'm with you on what you're saying there. We're just about done here with with the Jacko Pizza. Yeah, I I, I can't believe it's the end of uh, and my October, God, already. is it phenomenal?
2: Uh, it is. I love the cold weather. I love smoking in the cold weather. And by the way, if you don't know Barbecue Pit Stop, get online at bbqpitstop.com. You can always chat with them on their website, ask them questions, get advice. You can order the Great Asado seasoning. So good it is so good asado not asada asado yes, 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 seasoning on the bbq pit stop website and listen if you need a smoker there that's where you go bbqpitstop.com or any of their five utah stores uh from logan and st george to layton and lehigh and salt lake city and murray uh make sure that you absolutely tell me you heard about it on the monte show everything from equipment um Traeger uh you know Yoder Big Green Egg you need a smoker they've got everything covered we're Traeger guys uh Ironwood 885 uh love it Wi-Fi technology love it yeah you can control your Traeger Ironwood um and really like Timberline has it as well through your phone there's an app it will send you like you preheat your smoker so I cook my pizza at 425. I, I order the pizza from Papa Murphy's, pop it on the grill. Once it gets to 425, Wi-Fi or technology in a Traeger will send you a noti- notification to your phone. Pre- and you name your grill. Like my grill is called the Monty Show uh, Smoker. So it says the Monty Show Smoker is done preheating. Current temperature, 425.
3: Let's go. Walk
2: the pizza out there. Boom. Ready to go. Put it on the stone. It's amazing. It cooks perfectly every time. I can shut down my smoker from my phone. By the way, just about all of the barbecue pit stops have a full butcher shop in there. So you can get your meat, your seasoning, your rubs, your wing dust. You can get it all in one spot. Barbecue Pit Stop, bbqpitstop.com. Let's go. Right here on the Monty Show. If you're going to Lehigh, big shout out to my guy Clinton uh, for putting up that uh, smoke a turkey breast for Thanksgiving video. That was amazing. Uh, talking BYU football, say drop it. 41 points given up by the defense in nothing short of an ugly performance out of BYU. Yeah.
4: Um,
2: and I think the big question is now... Um, what are your expectations for East Carolina on Friday night? I don't think you're assuming victory anymore. No, I really don't. And, and I, I, I think that's a huge question if you're a BYU fan.
3: Well, if I'm being honest about it, I I don't even, you know, like when I'm watching their games now, I'm not like, Hey, are they going to win this game? That's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for, Hey, did Max Tooley make that tackle? Did, did. Did the offensive line put their guys where they need to put them? Because that's that's where I think this program's mm. at. Like I, and again, I, I'm kind of off of the negativity or positivity train on BYU. And I'm just being honest about it. Like, hey, you gotta tackle, you gotta execute, you gotta like, you gotta run your play. You gotta play. get off
2: the field on third yeah, down. Yeah,
3: like like let's let's just bring this back to basics of football. Like, let's stop talking about is is Puka coming back or is Gunner healthy or Injuries or this or that let's start talking about you know, why can't you run the football and conversely? Why can't you stop the run like running the football in this program has been an issue since week one? that's nothing new at like on either side and Defensively, obviously it's a bigger issue than offensively, but is it any secret? That with this team where it's at wouldn't it be nice to have an offense that could road grade a team That Could hold the ball for eight nine ten minutes because you can effectively run the football That's what Liberty did to you Liberty just held the football Liberty said, okay, we're gonna go 9 10 11 12 15 plays down the field and we're gonna eat up eight nine minutes and Then we'll give the ball back to you So to me, I just think the conversation has shifted. We're not concerned about winning or losing You're not playing for anything anymore, right? you're not playing for some major bowl game anymore obviously you're playing for bowl eligibility but you kind of see where I'm going with this yeah now we've graduated or shifted to hey how bad is this gonna get are you gonna be is this rock bottom yeah are you gonna be like a, a an eight and three team are you gonna be six and four are you like I can't imagine this team being less than six and four but I, I mean again I don't know how far is the fall I don't know either I really
2: don't. Uh, Boyd Lake says, Lavelle always, always had assistant coaches that were ball busters. Who is the ball buster on Kalani's coaching staff? The last one was Grimes, and he's gone. Yeah, I think we missed Grimey. I don't think there there is any doubt about that. Cam Harrison, good morning to you. I used the promo Monty 25 on Saturday for pizza. Let's go. Love that. Thank you go Cam and watch that embarrassing loss lol pizza was good hey
3: what kind hey, of man. pizza did you get what you yeah get? what'd you put on did your? did you pizza? get a jacko did you get a regular what'd you get
2: yeah exactly right uh m alvarez says uh to be fair if he took over just this week there wasn't a lot of time to make changes i would agree with that okay
3: but 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 one thing i would say on that i totally agree with you but does that excuse not tackling does that excuse no. not like the not- game plan was
2: the problem yeah it it this is no longer a, – a, and that the players bear some responsibility. There's no doubt about that. But this is a game-playing problem. There's no doubt about that. The BYU defense has given up 1,687 yards in three games. It's awful. And I'm telling you, the biggest plague on this defense is they can't get off the, the field on third down. Yeah. you You just cannot – Get off the f- And Jeremy Bolton, that's your point. He says, Good morning. Love in the new studio. Thanks, JB. Appreciate you. Uh BYU opponents last three games, 28 of 37 on third down conversions. It's unacceptable. Jesus. I'm 28 say this again. of 37 Dude. on third down. I mean, it's horrendous. It is horrendous. Uh uh San Diego State says cold autumn wind. Uh, I bid on that, Jake. Boy, nice. it is. I gotta tell you, driving to the studio this morning. It was 32 degrees in South Jordan, mm-hmm. and by the time he got here to West Valley City, it was 37. Mm-hmm. So winter has arrived. Winter is winter is coming. Winter is coming. Good to see, uh, like all the ski resorts and snow, and uh, you know, s- snow in the mountains. They all got over a foot. Like, yes, I'm I'm super. School time. I can't wait. My knee feels very close to 100. percent those of you who remember, I hurt my knee before we went to Hawaii, like the mm. Tuesday before we left for Hawaii. I hurt my knee playing basketball, and I'm just getting over it right now. Just getting over it. Uh, K. Nuren says, I love BYU, but we can't afford to play like this in the Big 12. You can't. No. You totally can And that's can.
3: what's terrifying about the whole situation. Is like you're heading into a, a, a conference that – by large part is known for its size and physicality and willingness to play like physical smash yes. mouth football. And yes. This team, like again, this team, I, I, it's It's too harsh, and I don't agree with the term that they're soft. I don't think they're soft, but what I do think is that they're not prepared for next year right now. They're, yeah. they're not on the right track yet.
2: Yep, I agree with that. Uh, Kendall says, "Agree, Boyd." I don't sense there are any. There's any intensity. From Tuiaki, well, I go back to what he said about third down. Uh, I think that was earlier last week. Yeah, yeah he keeps going uh, up there. Where he right said, here's Tuiaki on third down issues.
4: Third
0: downs was really, is we, we came away with it without even looking at the tape. Uh, knew right away that um, that, was, that was an issue of ours. In order, to, you know, coming off the field, there was, um, tried several different things, you know, um, thought about several different things as far as the schemes, maybe things that we could have done differently. But uh, felt like if we would have executed – uh, it would have gave us, given us a better shot.
2: Yeah, yeah, it would. Uh, Brent uh, Burnett says, BYU irrelevant right now. How crazy is that? Because guess what? No, I don't think you're right. I actually think they're incredibly relevant. I think they're one of the biggest stories in sports presented by our good friends at Quick Quack Car Wash. Make sure you uh, tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. And uh, by the way, those of you that send us pictures of you at Quick Quack Car Wash, you may win a free car wash. So send us photos of you at Quick Quack and we'll uh we'll hook you up with a free car wash but um I think when you look at the biggest stories in sports there's no doubt it's BYU uh being being a 500 team. Yeah. It's BYU not not being bowl eligible. We're we're we have one more week in in October and BYU is not bowl eligible. Yeah. And let's not forget you still got to go to bless state
3: Boise. I mean,
2: you've got East Carolina, Boise, like, I mean, Utah Tech should be a win, should be a win, (coughs) should be a win. But Mm. I mean, are you, are, are you really telling me you're playing just to win six games? If you're, if you win six games, if you only win six games, are you going to a bowl? I'm probably not taking a bowl invite. Yeah. If I'm Kalani, are you really accepting a bowl invite at six wins? That's awfully tough to do. Yeah. My, it, it, I, I, mm, that's tough.
3: I uh, look it up there. A yeah. couple comments up. I get two Jacko pizzas. Uh, get off go. the
2: field is right. Brett Burnett says, Cam Harrison says, I got two Jacko pizzas. Let's my go. guy. Oh. a boy. Let's go. Let's go. That Monty 25 saved you a whole bunch of money. A whole bunch of money. Uh, Mike Maples. Good morning. My friend. He said, did anybody notice Oklahoma and Texas are coming to Provo next year? Yeah. I mean, it, it th- but why is that? You got to get better, man. You got this team has got to improve. Yeah, you have to. My Monty fan says, "Cue the quote." You play to win the game, it's a Herm Edwards, man. Yes. Uh, M. Morris says, "Let's talk jazz."
3: Hey, we can.
2: K Nuren says, uh, "Great background, but getting an echo like it's in in a cave." Thank you. Yeah, thanks. We're we're, we're aware of the. We're in our new studio. There's going to be one. some growing pains. We will get some sound dampening. Don't worry. There is, we are in the uh, great hall at uh, the Maverick Center uh, is where our new studio is. So our, our ceiling is open and it is high. It's about a 12 foot ceiling, 13 foot ceiling. So mm-hmm. we will uh, get some sound dampening in. Um, we spent the entire weekend building the studio for the most part, yeah. like wiring all the cameras and it's a work in progress. So yes, we will get some sound dampening on the ceiling in here, no doubt about that. Uh, I think we all know we need it. Thank you for pointing that out. Uh, let's see, uh, talking with Raphael Podcast. On the
3: new skin radio network.
2: Um, good morning, guys. Love the new studio. Am I to assume that if BYU wins, they still miss the bowl game? Uh, well, you got to win six games to go to a bowl, and they haven't done that. Uh, Mr. East says the audio is perfect here. Can uh, I Johnson says, Monty, are you going to add your shoe collection up? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Yes, we will do that. Um, no doubt we will do that. What is camera four pointed at right now? Uh, the sign. There's the ceiling right there. Oh, that's the ceiling. By the right way, there. there you go. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. This, this wall right here. Working with here. Yeah. This wall right here where this sign is. There Hello. we are. Hi. Good to see you. This wall right here where this sign is. Um, if you look at um, there's the concourse, right? Like there's the there's the Maverick Center. Yeah. So this wall right here that's got our SLC sports talk sign on it. Um, we'll have a bunch of shoes on it. Uh, they, we, we have a bunch of sh- shelves that are, have come in. We need to hang the shelves and, uh, put the shoes on there and, and whatnot. There's just a lot of work to do. And then when somebody comes in to join us, that red chair right there, mm-hmm. uh, Mrs. Monty, that's her throne, although she will not be on the show today. Right. Um, although I guess we could send her a link. We could but, yeah, that's where the gust will be, and all the shoes will be on that wall right there. So, yeah, there's a lot coming. There's a yes. lot of new. there's a lot of things that are happening in the new studio. So yeah, uh, no doubt. Fat Jesus says, "Are you gonna bring your puking dog?" No, I. <laughs> I miss the puking dog. That's some funny stuff, dude. <laughs> I do, but I worry about our red rug. Like, if you look at camera four, let me point yeah, down point here. Point down, yeah, yeah, If you look at camera four here, look at this rug. Look at this rug. How hot got. is that rug? That oh, rug is fire. That's as yeah. far down as I can get it. Yeah, that rug. That is rug funny, is dude. fire, dude. Yeah, like that thing is. It's beautiful. Yeah, that that's amazing, but. If you look at all the work we did, we did this weekend, like we strung all those cameras right there, all the mics, everything that you, that you see in here. Uh, we, we did all that work this weekend. So yes, we need to get sound dampening. We will do that next weekend. I hope you can bear what, what, with what us.
3: Is, what is Cam Harrison saying there?
2: Uh, let's see. Uh, the SLC Sports Talk hat would be amazing.
3: Yes, we yes are we are working, working on, on merch. We, we are working on it. We know it's a priority. Um, yeah, and this big logo right here is our you know l- listen, we're
2: trying to build something different. Um, we're trying to it's, it's challenging you know and a it's lo- all part of the plan. You know we're working on our website. There's some construction going on like it, Salt Lake City Sports Talk, SLCST is our brand. And I think you guys know that we we really take pride in being the truth in sports talk radio here in Salt Lake City. And that's why we're, you know, that's why we're trying to build SLCST into a, into a brand. Because we really want to, you know, we really want to change the sports talk game in this town. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, it's something that is challenging to do because, you know, everybody's comfortable in the, hey, this is what I've always done, so this is what we're always gonna do. I think people get comfortable in that, and yeah. it's the worst kind of thing to do. Mm-hmm. To be doing the same thing you've always done because that's what you've always done is the worst thing you can do. So, Cam, I appreciate that. We are working on hats, absolutely. Hey, look, Prismac from Poland. Prismic! Uh, Monty better be saying something positive about Kelly. Say I'm sorry to this baller. He is our hero. Yellow looks beautiful. <coughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> Uh, Carlin LeFevre says the puking dog was inspiring <laughs> yes uh, my Monty fan says love the Mrs. Monty throne mm-hmm. yeah I know I see everybody asking where Mrs. Monty is she couldn't make it to the studio today 3-0 is what tanking really looks like the macho man.
3: macho man yeah. savage
2: you know it's fine uh, let's see uh, John Davies says can we only listen on YouTube are you guys on radio podcast we are on podcast anywhere you get a podcast just search the Monty show M-O-N-T-Y, The Monty Show. We have a ton of listeners on Spotify, Stitcher Radio. How the heck are you? Good to see you guys. But iTunes, Google Play, uh, Amazon Alexa, anywhere you guys get your podcasts, absolutely search The Monty Show. Josh Levern says, that rug is lava. It is. It is. I love it. And it was more expensive than lava too. Trust me. There is a reason that R.C. Willie makes bank. Uh, <laughs> Kay Norton says, yes, yeah, send her a link. Uh, She is the best Thanks for always telling the truth You're welcome K Appreciate you being here Uh, Appreciate that Neville 93 says Just need a Caruso jersey hung up Well You know You know Is what it is Uh, Got hooked Uh, Says sup guys I'm here for JC and LM Yeah aren't we all Uh, What's up with your bulls Monty They're terrible Yeah did you see Yeah Yeah no, not good. I have zero sports happiness in my life. Although Bryce Harper hitting that home run. Yeah. As much as I am a Padre fan. Yeah. I'm a huge Bryce Harper fan. Is
3: this the Tiger?
2: Who's the best player in Major League Baseball right now? He's up there.
3: He has to be He's up, up there. there. I think Aaron Judge is up there. Although this postseason performance has been dreadful. Um,
2: I think Bryce is a better defensive player. I'm mean, Aaron Judge is known as is a, a home run hitter. He is a phenomenal hitter. I mean, he almost won the triple crown this year. Like, I if I'm if I'm going with one guy, I'm probably taking Bryce Harper over Aaron Judge, but it's close. Mm. Mike Trout's just now too injury prone. Um, so I think oh, Trout uh, Shohei's in there.
3: Has to be right.
2: Ah man, that's tough. I think Bryce, Bryce, and Shohei would be the two that I would pick. Yeah, but I mean, there's some Nolan Arenado has to be in the conversation. Uh, I mean, uh-huh. there's so many guys, so many guys. But that Philly team is loaded. Like I, I mean, there, that they, I am, I am super stoked about that. I, I really, I yeah. cannot wait uh let's see what's up with your bowls right now i don't want to talk about it uh jeremy bolton says Grizzly's game was fun on saturday was going to stop by and say hi to mrs Monty after the game but she was already busy chatting up someone oh jb you're you're a you're absolutely an alpha dude you should have said hello that's pretty much self-explanatory for sure for sure for sure uh Hook says oh hi from sweden oh so dude Sweden, sweden see you for snowboarding this Are people myring uh ken williams says james lol Okay, Arlington Bears says I ran into Mrs. Monty at the Grizzly game Saturday night. Thanks again for the tickets. It's uh, a fight night, yeah. Saturday was Saturday <laughs> yeah. was an incredible game. Yeah. If he, don't uh, drop that the Grizzlies right? are uh, their next home game is November seventeenth. Um, if you're not there, you're crazy. I mean this this arena. By the way, I don't know how many of you guys have been to the Maverick Center recently. Um, the rebuild that's going on inside the Maverick Center is is phenomenal. Like yeah. the the Jumbotron is now up, there's a huge four screens. It's a center-hung scoreboard that used to be at Vivint Arena. It's now at Maverick Center. All of the, the you know, those little video boards that run along the upper deck, there are, those are now all in. And the south end of Maverick Center is gonna completely change. They're yeah. gonna tear out all of the, the uh, seating in the walls there and they're going to put in video boards from one end to the other. It's gonna be amazing. It is apt what they're doing at Maverick center is crazy. Uh, and my Monty fan says, can't wait to see where this show evolves us to. Jeremy says, if you put up a Caruso Jersey instantly, the studio is overrated and garbage. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I got four Jacko pizzas and they said the promo doesn't work for specialty pizzas. The promo doesn't work for special. It does. I've ordered it personally. Yeah. You have to order online, so you can't walk in the promo. That's why I always tell you, download the the uh, app and you can absolutely use the promo code to check out on the app. If you walk in, the promo code is not valid. You have to order online. Uh, let's see, uh, Prismac from Poland says, studio looks beautiful because I didn't see Jordan in a ring chaser, Durant. Lakers are 0-3. Prismac, my guy. <laughs> I love it. Uh, let's see. San Diego State says, uh, I didn't see any tax in Mrs. Monty's red hair. Red chair. Red chair? Yeah. I didn't see. Oh, red chair. Excuse me. Excuse me. In Mrs. Monty's red chair, did they make the move? She didn't. She's been salty and especially fun these last past one to two weeks. Best find uh, those racks, guys. Okay. No, I can't read well. But Mrs. Monty will be on the show tomorrow. Yeah. She was, you know, dealing with some things. Yeah. She's working on some stuff. So, uh, my man, uh, Landale, is doing a good job for the Suns backing up Da. Yeah. How about Josh Giddy? Is Josh is the Australian sensation, Josh Giddy? Yeah. Do you can play? Yeah. He, he's a baller. Ken Williams says, haha, baseball is boring, but fun to play, but watching is,
3: is Z. Yeah.
2: You know uh tax we all know she's got racks exactly right uh k nuren says bh is worth watching uh baseball Bryce harper bryce harper yes okay great thank you uh and my monty fan would love to see bryce harper win the world series his swag just spills over and gives great sound bites that's a clown question bro yes yes it is we need the clown question yeah we do you, you got to get that. Carlin the favor says Don torched Caruso the other night. He did. Yeah. Uh, do, Donovan Mitchell is going to average thirty points a game. I don't know how long I've been telling you that, but trust me when I say it's going to happen. Uh, Neville ninety three says I never got the tickets that you were going to send me. I hope next time. What do you mean you never got the tickets? They come to your phone. Did you not get them? You should have told me that, Neville. I did not. I was unaware of that. Um, we had a ton. I mean, we had a hundreds. ton of tickets. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, Neville, I owe you, man. Absolutely. November 17th. Consider it done. Uh, Tanner Plummer. Are you guys going to hang up any jerseys? Eh, I don't know. And I, there's
3: been questions about that. Yeah. But, I mean, we'll see. I, I think that. I don't know. Yeah, yes, no, maybe so. I don't know. We need to build this wall over, yeah, show, this show wall over, over here. Yeah, this wall over here, this wall that you're looking at. So this is like a blank canvas that we yeah. have to work with over this here?
2: This is the wall that's going to have stuff on it because the wall opposite of that, uh, we don't have, there's no way, like there's we're no going to have, a, space on there's going to be like a something a 60-inch TV on there and Like, I mean, there's going to be a lot there, but around that SLC Sports Talk sign, and by the way, that sign is bright, bright, bright red. Yeah. Like, you cannot miss it. You cannot miss it. So, I don't know. Uh, Casey Villinson says, Maverick Center prepping for an NHL expansion team? No.
3: No. Man, that would be so awesome. But
2: building is too small. This building, it's interesting. This building's about, I think, capacity is just short of 11,000. It's 10,000 something. And it's just too big for an ECHL team. Yeah. So if you don't know the Utah Grizzlies are in the ECHL. And that is like double A. One level of is Triple A, the AHL. And the NHL is obviously the major leagues. I don't could Salt Lake City support an NHL team?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think you'd have to be you'd really have to blow it up and like really make sure that every person and their brother and sister knew that there was a team here. And I think that's kind of what we're seeing. Like, I think, you know, one of the conversations that we've been having is, you know, trying to, trying to, you know, get more people to even know the Grizzlies exist. Like, I think that's what we're working on. And I think I've heard too many times. It's like, Oh, I didn't even know there was a hockey team here. it's like, yeah, dude, like there's a good hockey team, like a a team that won their division and like did some things last year. And like, I think that, that, so can can this market support an NHL team? I mean, I guess if it was like one that came, you know, if, if the Coyotes came here or whatever, I don't know. Like if you had a transfer, maybe. But I don't know, man. This is a very, very unique town for sports. I it, It's not
2: baseball. I don't no. think it's the NFL. I, I Honest to goodness, I think the only option may well be the NHL. Yeah. Because you see... Like, I mean, if you look at at RSL, I mean, they have empty seats on a regular basis. You look at Jazz fans. Jazz fans generally, I, I think when they come home, that place will be packed. Yeah. I do. Um, but, I mean, when RSL is good, sure. When BYU is good, sure. But Friday night, is, is Lavelle going to be full? Probably not. I I, I mean, I, I just don't know how you sell yeah. the NFL on that. Are you going to be able to put 75,000 fans in a stadium, you know, eight Sundays out of the year in a town that is dominated by the, the Mormon church? Mm-hmm. How much does Sunday play come into it with a professional sports team? I think significantly.
3: I think the other question that you have to ask is like value proposition too. Like, I think, you know, again, not just cause we're here, but like, I think one of my favorite things, you know, about the, about coming to Grizzlies games is it's affordable. Like, it doesn't cost you a ton of money, yeah. to come and have a nice time. Like that, that tongue-in-cheek joke about Fight Night, like it's true. It's a really entertaining product. So, like, I don't know, man. It's really interesting. I've always been fascinated with the conversation of like, let's say you wanted to go to a Utah game, you, you, the wife, two kids, three kids, like, that's several hundred dollars. It has to be, you know, like to get in there nowadays. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think the value proposition is what's interesting about the NHL.
2: Yeah. We'll see. I. I. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see, man. It, it'll be. It'll be interesting to see. Um. It'll be interesting to see how all that plays out. It really will. Mister E says uh, Donovan Mitchell's averaging thirty-three and nine. Damn. Yeah, dude. I. I will just I mean, continue. You've to You've been say saying it. You have been saying it. The guy's going to average thirty points a game this First. year. And I. I just ask again why the Jazz traded him. We'll get back to Utah Jazz in about eleven minutes. Uh, Stick around for that Uh, real quick. Prismac from Poland says, Jake, Monty, put up a Kelly O'Linick poster on the wall. Yeah. Making this crazy finger roll winner against the Pels. That's a historic moment. I love you you too, my guys. (laughs) You know, it's all good. Uh, Jeremy Bolton, facts. Everyone torches Caruso every night. Is that a surprise? I guess not. Uh, James says, is Donovan going to be better off with Cleveland? No postseason success. Well, other than the championship they won. You know, no postseason success there. Uh, Kay Nuren says, love to see the Lakers losing and the Jazz winning. Yeah, I know you do. Uh, Vando is my guy. He brings energy, effort. Pure fire, Jacob Yates says. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. Uh, Josh Levern says, a fan wall? Like a Hall of Famers? It could be. That could be be. interesting. I mean, we could put them above the door maybe. Yeah, I mean,
3: we could definitely have a a section of this wall that's the uh, Monty Show Hall of Fame. We we might be able to do Ooh. that. Might be able what do, do that. you
2: have to do to get into the yeah, Monty Show the, Hall of so, Fame? So,
3: okay, so we need to get to football fifty here, but we'll get to this next hour. Keep this in your back. Yeah, pocket. What do you have to do to get yeah. in the Monty Show Hall of Fame? How much how much steroids in the comment section do you have to take to get into the Hall of Fame? Yeah,
2: what's it gonna take? I mean obviously the first one would be Corey Grocock. I mean that would be our our inaugural He's still
3: a legend, dude like
2: who would be the first one into the fan Hall of Fame? How I think it? It
3: sh- I think the Hall of Fame should be voted on by the comment section. I I think that that's something that you guys can control and you guys can vote on on who who it is. And we can come up with a name every day or like once a month or whatever it is. And
2: maybe we give you like uh we you know we print a headshot of you. You come in and you autograph it and yeah you know and
3: we have like a fan picture wall or something. Yeah, maybe
2: we put it on the back of the
3: door or something. Something I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. That'll be interesting.
2: Football fifty ten 50, 10 of the hour, every hour on the Monty Show. We talk about the biggest stories in sports presented by our good friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Make sure you use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Make sure you download the app. Order ahead of time. We usually do like nine ten in the morning. We'll put our order in to pick it up at 5 o'clock. Put in the promo code, save your money, pick up the pizza, it's ready to go at five o'clock.
3: I'm telling you though,
2: take and bake s'mores or take and bake chocolate chip
3: cookies. Man, that's tight. It's close. I'd probably go cookies, but it's close.
2: I am such a fat guy. I love cookies. Yeah. I love Either one, the s'mores are amazing. I love that they give you a ton of marshmallows in the s'mores. Like they're all over the top of it. So yes. you put it in the oven, they melt. Like oh. You know what I'm saying? I don't love that uh, the Bears are on Monday Night Football tonight. Bears and Patriots, minus 8.5 for the Pats, 6.15 on ESPN. Yeah. Justin Fields, NFL quarterback or not? Oh, you're right. He's not. Absolutely he's not. And Jake finally got on board this morning and said Justin Fields sucks. Isn't that a
3: direct quote? No, it's not. not What? what I said. Are you, are you, okay. I said I've come to the middle wow. a little bit that Justin Fields has many deficiencies. That is oh. absolutely true. Oh. But he doesn't have a lot to work with. Oh. I firmly believe that. Um. So, what do you mean when you say he doesn't have a lot to work with? I don't with? think you, he's got a garbage offensive line. He's running for his life. Okay, probably that's true. Five plays out of six. Like, he's always on the run. I will say, though, that he doesn't help himself. There are many times when he's got a guy who's open by NFL standards and he doesn't throw it. 54% in. completion percentage. But again. But, I, wait, I said yeah. 54%. But again. Gee, that That's not good. Right. That's, but again, that's not just on him. Even
2: Prismac from Poland knows.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I get it. Fifty. I said 54%. Right. Right. Okay. He's rated a 72. Four touchdowns, five picks, 23 sacks. His offensive line sucks, but I'm telling you, Darnell Mooney's legit. Um, Cole Komet is a legitimate pass catching tight end. And I just think this offense is a disaster. The defense is actually better than people give him credit for. I don't think, and I I take I try to take my my fandom out of it. I don't think they, they lose by a touchdown. I think this is a field goal game. I would take the Bears in the... I mean, the number's kind of nutty uh, in this game. I think I would probably take... It's eight and a half. Right. But then you got to go over here, don't you? The over unders 40. Is don't you have all? to take the over?
3: Yeah, I think you got to take the over. I think yeah. you got
2: to take the over.
3: I mean I, I, I mean, I have to think the Patriots are able to put up, you know... 24 or 27, somewhere yeah. in there, you know, and and just by that, you would think the Bears would be able to put up 10, 10, 12 points.
2: Biggest surprise in the NFL right now?
3: Um, uh, probably that the Bucks are bad, that the Bucks are struggling. That... The
2: Bucks are bad, or the New York Giants are six and one.
3: Um, yeah, I mean the Giants are probably the bigger surprise, but I, I it's surprising any time a Tom Brady led team is bad. It just is. Is he done?
2: is Tom Brady done and and I know we've talked about Tommy a lot on this show. Tommy, but the Panthers stunned the Bucks 21 to 3 on Sunday. And Tommy was not good. Now, Mike Evans dropping that wide open touchdown. Yeah, that's probably not good for you, Mikey. Got to make that catch and he knows that. But Tommy was 32 of 49 for 290. No no touchdowns, no interceptions. I mean, the guy was, I mean, he just wasn't relevant. They only ran for 46 yards. Like, they got beat by P.J. Flippin' Walker. P.J., I said P.J. Walker. Yeah. Is the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. Who? Ho. Ho? Ho. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's embarrassing, dude
3: what I'm saying. Like, that's to me is a huge surprise in the league that they can't handle the Panthers. I mean, that's just embarrassing.
2: Who's more of a problem? Tommy or ayahuasca boy in Green Bay?
3: Ayahuasca boy. Yeah, I ayahuasca boy. Dude. Aaron Rodgers or Tommy? Who you got? Uh, I would take Tom Brady. Still. Tommy? Yeah. Well,
2: I think that's really close. I think I'm probably taking ayahuasca boy. I'm probably taking Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Because I think Aaron Rodgers doesn't have the weapons that Tommy has. The weapons. I mean, they ran for 38 yards. Um, I mean, you look at Alan Lazard as his leading wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Jones, the running back, catches nine Aaron for 53. Jones. Sammy Watkins. But here's the other thing. Aaron Rodgers has not been accurate. And Aaron Rodgers is not putting the football where he used to put the football in. I go back about Aaron Rodgers, and this is what I've said, and and now I've said this. Don't you have a drop of Donnie saying that? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers does all this other stuff outside of football. Banging movie stars and models. Like, getting engaged, getting broken up. Going on the Joe Rogan Rogan show. show. uh, Hey, look, I'm on the Pat McAfee thing. Yeah, I've been immunized. I'm this and that. I live in Hawaii. My family hates me. Your mom wants this. Like, I mean, all this other stuff. And the question that I always come back to is, how focused on football is he? Because he doesn't go to minicamp. He isn't a guy that believes he has to mentor anybody. He doesn't believe that he should have to build... Chemistry or camaraderie with the wide receivers. I think a lot of this is on Aaron Rodgers, as much as it's not on Tommy. I think Tommy, but Tommy—that's
3: what I mean. You see how these guys are both distracted. You see how how when you're not focused on football, they're still two of the best all time. Nobody denies that. But you start to see you start to see some little trickling effects of like. Hey, yeah. we're losing twenty three to twenty one. Hey, this random week for Tom and the boys Tommy. you get your ass kicked by the Panthers. And that's what the NFL does to guys. And I think that like I have more faith in Tom Brady's ability Tommy. to bounce back. When are you gonna say it right? Tommy. I have a lot of faith in I Tommy. have a lot of faith in Tom and, and his Tom ability. Brady and and
2: Giselle Bunchon and yeah. When are you going to start saying it right? Giselle's bunched in and Tommy. Tommy. He's from Boston. Yeah. He's not he's from San Francisco. But he played in Boston so his name is Tommy. Tommy. Get it right. All right, let's see uh, what's going on here. Who who's got who you know um Steve Barnard says, Bucks being bad is not too much of a surprise down here, especially with the change in leadership. I agree with that. Yeah. Josh Lubern says, the Seahawks were supposed to be butt cheeks with Gino.
3: Yeah. Gino's been a nice surprise. I'll give you that 100%. I'm sorry. I thought you said butt cheeks. Yeah, butt cheeks. Uh, a euphemism for they were supposed to be ass. But.
2: <laughs> you said butt cheeks. Boyd uh, Lake says, uh, the Jets are the biggest surprise, but. Can we not do this all? Oh, Zachy Pooh. Zachy Pooh. Oh, Zachy's leading the Jets to the promised land. Honey. Oh, Jay. Wow. Zach Wilson has been. (laughs) Butt cheeks. uh, uh, He has not been butt cheeks. (laughs) He's just not Tommy. He's not the He's reason they're winning. He's not
3: the reason they're winning games, I know. But at the same time, you can see the talent. You can see the, the potential. Tommy And the possibilities that he could grow up one day and be Tommy, even though that's never going to happen. You know. Uh, yeah, James, where's my 4X goal?
2: You know, he says, I know the address now, so I will post it to the map. Let's go. There you go. 4X beer, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's amazing. Um, let's see. JB, did you ever collect the fine from Tanner for noodling? Wait, what? What is noodling? Is this another? Okay. Please, right, is this another soaking music. thing? Yeah. Can we not like, we walked into the Maverick Center on Friday, and the first guy we saw was like, dude, that soaking thing was hysterical. <laughs> Please tell noodling. me. That, is noodling another term that we don't know? is? is is, is that what it is? Jeremy Bolton says, uh, LOL, Kurt Myers, I have not. I accept a Jacko pizza as payment. There you go. See? Who doesn't accept Jacko pizza as payment? Obviously. You know, like it is. It's amazing to me anyway that people are accepting. I just got the notification that the UK has another prime minister. Neat. Their third leader in seven weeks. Neat. You know. It is what it is. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh Grizzy Jizzy, excuse me. Put a hex on Tommy. Tommy. So, have we come back to the middle that it's not Giselle's fault?
3: Or um, are we still blaming her? I think it's her fault on some level. You think it's her fault on some level? Yeah, I mean, you you you're asking a guy who is the greatest of all time to retire. That's never going to go well. Okay. Okay.
2: Um Boyd Lake says, Zach's only job is not to lose games. First of all, first of all, as much as it's Tommy, Tommy. And, and Giselle's bunched in her jizzy, Tommy. it's also Zacky poo Tommy. Okay. When you're, <laughs> we were talking to some people the other day and we were talking about the NFL and, you know, BYU putting guys in the NFL. And I swear the first thing about Zach Wilson that came up is he banged his mom's best friend. Wow. Well. That's the first thing yes, that yes, came yes, up. Yes. Is it really that much on people's minds? Yes. Is it really? I'm
3: sure it is. Oh, my God. Yeah.
2: Because tell me you wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. Tell me you wouldn't. You know, it is what it is. Uh, Dallin uh, Sproul. I can't remember how to pronounce I think he said Sprout with an L. Yeah. Sproul said, love the new set, guys. First time seeing us. Yeah, Dallin, we're live at the Maverick Center here on The Monty Show presented by uh, our good friends at The Advocates, Utah Um, it's, a, it's awesome to be here. Um, and it is because of guys like The Advocates um, that we're able uh, to do what we do. If you've been injured in a car accident, even if it wasn't your fault, you still have to deal with the consequences like overdue medical bills, car repairs, and worse, insurance companies that try their hardest not to pay their fair share. No need to worry though, the Advocates are here to help. UtahAdvocates.com, make sure you uh, chat with them for free online. Workman's comp, injuries, slipping on sidewalks, certainly car and motorcycle accidents. Man, we saw so many car accidents over the weekend. Well, what happened? Yeah, It snowed. If you've been hurt in Iraq folks, please do not wait. Get to UtahAdvocates.com, chat with them online for free. You never pay the Advocates until they win your case. So they'll do things like defer your medical bills, They allow you to focus on you getting healthy again, living your best life, and please do not trust your insurance company. Do not trust their, quote unquote, the other guy who hit you, their insurance company. They're not fighting for you. They're not working for you. They're not there to defer your medical bills. They're there to pay you as little as possible. Yeah, That's why you need the advocates. Let them fight your insurance company while you get healthy and get back to the best version of yourself. Utah advocates Dot .com. Yes, we are at the Maverick Center this morning live in our brand new studios. It is super exciting. We have all kinds of great stuff coming, but um we're on the main concourse here right when you come up the stairs at the front of uh the Maverick Center. You can't miss it. Right here by the team store, the box office is down the hall. Like we're in a great location right on uh the main level at the Maverick Center and just could not do any of this without our friends here at uh, you know the, at the MAV, the Utah Grizzlies. Um, just so much help has gone into getting this done. You know, like our guy Brian Pruch has helped us a lot. Kevin Bruder, Jared Youngman. I mean, just everybody here has been so supportive of getting this project off the ground, and they've really given us a lot of creativity and freedom to build this space the way we wanted it built. And while it's not a hundred percent done yet, um, it is awesome to be here nice. and. You know what? We'll do a lot of things. We'll we'll try to put together an open house where everybody can come out and see the studio and, uh, you know, say hello. And yeah, maybe we need to do like a listener hall of fame. This is I something so. that was brought up.
3: I, I think we may we may need to do it. Um, Who are the people we know will never get into the listener? Well, hall Well, Tanner, of fame? obviously. I mean, that's, Tanner. That's just really. I mean, as an RSL fan, you Jer- know, that's Jeremy just... Caruso.
2: Right. Yeah. Um, He's just a hack. You know, yeah, you know. It, it hey would, we would put James Knight in, but he, hey he has not sent us our beer, so we can't put him in. Right. Uh, that's a federal law. Right. Uh, you know.
1: Yeah, no, that's not going to happen.
2: Anyway, the point is, um, <laughs> we ought to put you guys into a Hall of Fame. We should figure it out. I, I'm telling you, know. you, it should be voted on by the comment
3: section. Yeah. And and, you know,
2: James Knight wants to know, does Grokwa Qua qualify for the Hall of Fame as a result of the vote for me uh, stunt to win the Xbox? It is. He, he
3: does. And again, so this is where this is where it gets a little tricky. The The qualifications for the Hall of Fame are not on paper. You, you either you, it's 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 a very straightforward thing. You know, if you are, you know, you know, if you're in the running, if you're one of those people and you know, if you're not. Yeah. Josh Leverin says fan wall in a fan
2: stock market. A fan stock market? What do you mean a fan stock market? Can you explain that more? Tridaytrading.com slash Monty for the fan stock market. Fat Jesus says, I already declare a stolen election. Well, you know, you know. Talking with Raphael podcast. Tanner Giggity, NY Monty fan, Greg for Hall of Fame wall. Okay. Okay. Yeah. See,
3: now we're getting some votes here. Yep.
2: Uh, Casey Finlandt says you got to be a long time listener. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, ring ring. First time, long time. What's up? Long time listener. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You do have to be a long time listener. You know, which is fine. But Grocock does qualify, yeah. doesn't he? Uh, Grocock will never make it into the
3: Hall of Fame. Dude is a hack. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You know we're just the hacks on youtube it's well yeah
3: fun. i was gonna say isn't that the show branding we're the hacks on youtube exactly right come on <laughs>
2: jeremy bolton called him a hack <laughs> <It affects his> <laughs> <man>. <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> jb that's it that's why jeremy Bolton's is a candidate. <laughs> that's why jeremy bolton's the mayor of monty town
3: yeah you know yeah wouldn't
2: that make like james maybe, like maybe the, we need
3: to have like a hall of fame and then just under that like a mayor of monty town and someone's name on that for, you know
2: But doesn't that make like James Knight like the salty town drunk?
3: I don't know about the town drunk. But that that would make James Knight like the the pissed off uh, like the pissed off guy who works on the city's buildings, you know, like the, the guy that's gonna worker. yeah, the guy that's gonna give you a bunch of trouble. <laughs> you know, hey dude, can I get some internet uh, uh in this place? Oh no. Oh my
2: god. Uh fat Jesus says if Tanner is not in, we will be storming the studio like January sixth. Well, oh god. You know, oh God, that's not good. That's not good at all. Uh, Jeremy says, talking with Raphael podcast. Since I wasn't on your list, I'm with Fat Jesus, stolen election. <laughs> 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 LOL, James Knight, the salty town drunk. I'm dying. Oh my God. Um, amazing. Amazing. All right. We should uh, talk Utah Jazz basketball here on the Monty Show because you know we do that on a regular basis our jazz talk on the show is always presented by trydaytrading.comslash monty make sure you check it out get off the uh get off the hamster wheel of side hustles and i know that whether it's real estate whether it's amazon fba or buying crates or uber driving you guys deserve better you deserve the life that you've dreamed about you've deserved the life that you work hard for day trading is your ticket out of your 9 to 5 How many times have you woken up and said, I I don't want to go to work? No, I just, I don't want to do it. Right. Or I hate, I, I hate going into the office and I have to deal with a guy like Jake all day. Well, deal with yourself, work for yourself, build the life you've dreamed of through day trading. I mean, day trading is a prolific income and there's no better place to learn the right tactics and moves and ways and methods to make a lot of money day trading than doing it with the guys at trydaytrading.com. All I'm asking you to do is take the free webinar, trydaytrading.com slash Monty, and register. It's free, there's no obligation, it costs you nothing. Watch the webinar, and if it's not for you, cool, man. Absolutely, I get it. Thanks for watching the webinar, but if I think you are like most people, you're gonna want more information because it is a prolific living, man, and it truly is a way out of your nine to five, and trust me, having quit my nine to five recently, mm-hmm. can I not, I, I, I just cannot tell you how good it feels to know that you're doing the right thing, to know that you're working for yourself, you're building a studio. Yeah. Tridaytrading.com makes that possible for you. Uh, the Jazz are three and oh. The Jazz are three and oh. Where do you guys come down on this Jazz team? I mean, in, in the conversation, I think around the jazz being 3-0. And the thing that is so fascinating about the jazz is that most fans, I think, wanted this club to tank. Are you which like are you that guy? Do you want the jazz to tank? Like, where do you come down? I'm thrilled they're three uh-huh. and I gotta be honest with you. It's fun to be a jazz fan. It's fun to watch their games. It's fun to see the diversity on this roster and talent. Um, you know, whether it's Laurie Marketing, whether it is Jordan Clarkson, you know, I, I, obviously Kelly Olenek had a huge layup last night, if you missed it. Um, and over time, he gets into the paint on what appeared to be a broken play, threw the ball into the hole, they win the game. It's incredible. And you look at the way Olynyk played. I look at, at Jared Vanderbilt, you know, Vando with, I mean, some really important defense. You got a lot of everything from everybody. And Jake, I think that's a big change on this team Yeah, because it had been Don and everybody else
3: for yeah. so long. Yeah, and I think that, you know, again, like with all these trades and that sort of ongoing conversation about all the new faces um, in the organization, like I think that, that whole concept has kind of now evolved into, hey, like all those faces are producing. All those faces are working really hard. All those faces are making... Plays like Laurie made at the half court at the end of the game there where he saves it and then JC goes and hits a shot like though that type of play is what's really, you know, great about this team right now. Now, again, let's not jump off the cliff here and say that this team somehow is is going to be, you know, some deep playoff team or a championship caliber team. That's not who they are. But I think that, you know, this whole conversation about tanking and should they be tanking and what is tanking look like? I think with the way they're playing right now, you can definitively say they're not tanking. If you were tanking, you'd want to be 0-3 right now. Like, as a strategy. You'd want to make sure that you are losing games and losing them at a high rate. But I'm telling you, think about it. Logically, it doesn't make sense to burn these guys up the whole season. You know, ask Will Hardy, in a sense, you're never going to tell the guy to intentionally lose games, but in a sense, you know, like, hey, like, you know, let's see what we can do here as far as VW is concerned. And so that's why I say what they're doing is not tanking. It never has been. It doesn't make sense to lose all those games and burn those guys up for like a 5% chance in the ping pong balls, you know, of getting the guy, of getting the number one overall pick. What makes more sense is, you know, tear the whole thing down, trade everybody, but build a squad of guys that will at least play exciting basketball, basketball that your fans and your people want to watch if you're competitive and you're in these games, that's all jazz fans need to get behind you. You know, if you're getting blown out by 10 or 15 every night, then obviously jazz fans are not going to, you know, support that. So that's, that's what I think they're doing. And I think that's been, we've, we've been saying that for a while. That's kind of been our, our take on
2: it. Yeah. I I just don't think this is the roster that you would build if you were tanking. I mean, Kelly Olenek wouldn't be here uh Mike Conley wouldn't be here and by the way how nice is it that Mike's found a role on this team yeah I mean you'd love it if you weren't paying him 21 million but I think you look at the minutes he's playing he's playing an important role for this team um but you look at the you know the minutes that you're giving Walker Kessler they fluctuated Mm -hmm. but he's looked good at times he's looked terrible at times um I look at Jared Vanderbilt I mean that's a try hard guy and becoming a much better three-point shooter he hit a couple of threes out of the corner last night that's that's really encouraging, I think, if you're a Jazz fan because you can see the development and the growth there. But I guess the question is like, hey, who's the face of this team right now? Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any doubt it's Jordan Clarkson. I, I, don't, I don't know how you would even point to anybody else uh, other than Jordan Clarkson right now as the face of this Utah Jazz team. Yeah, I, I, I think he's it, I, and I think he is the guy that you're pushing for All-Star. Now, obviously, Laurie Markkinen's playing really well, and he's a guy that could be an all-star as well. But I think when you, you get down to brass tacks at the end of the day, it's Jordan Clarkson. He's yeah. your best player. He's your all-star candidate in my mind.
3: Yeah, and I think he's 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 a great candidate on this team. I mean, again, he's a a younger-ish guy, like, vibe-wise. Like, he's still really energetic and still very much about the game and, like, bringing everything he's got every single night, you know? and And I know he's not a young guy, per se, by league standards. But what I mean is... You know, when you have that kind of energy, when you have the want to left still, like, when you have that, you're you're, you're able to be the face of a franchise for a season or two on, a, on what most people think is ultimately going to be a losing team. You know, again, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. There are a lot of times last night where I would have loved to see Jordan kick it to the corner or maybe not drive into that double team or, like, you know, do some things differently. But that said... I love the the three point make at the end of the game there. Yeah, I love yes. like the the up and down game, the block on Zion. like that's what I'm saying like that's why JC can be the face of your franchise because he's been here and done that and jazz fans know him. We were getting comments earlier in the show about Lori Markin. I don't disagree that Lori Markenin, generally speaking in the big picture, can be a face of a franchise. He can be that guy. Just not for this team because he's not relatable yet. He's not that guy yet. You haven't been around long enough yet. That's why I think Jordan gets the edge over him. Laurie's a great guy, seven footer, plays really good game, love his shooting ability, love the hustle. But I just think Jordan is the better fit right now. Yeah, I I would agree with that. And I, you know, just
2: looking at the the you know, looking at the the way that this early season has played out. I don't think there's any doubt that Jazz are the the shock of the NBA. That the Jazz in Portland are both three and oh. Yeah. Is is stunning that you look at the bottom, Houston, OKC, the Kings and the Lakers are all zero and three. I think we expected more out of Sacramento, there's no doubt. But you start looking at, at this Western Conference and you're starting to see that, you know, maybe it's not as cut and dry, maybe it's not as black and white as we all thought it was. I mean, it's really surprising I'm surprised that, that Zion's hurt already. Uh, like it,
3: it is, it well, was a it, pretty gnarly play.
2: Well, and I, I don't disagree with that. I mean, he fell and hurt his tuckus last night.
3: His butt cheeks. Uh, yeah,
2: his butt cheeks. Yeah, are bruised. he's Fat. got a he's got a rear ass contusion. Yeah. <laughs> you saw in the Clarkson play where he fell on his back. And he has got a posterior hip contusion. Posterior anterior Which means stuff. his hip bone is bruised. Hey, close. But you lose him and Ingram in the same game. And, you know, like the Pelicans become the Pelicans again. Um, you look at Dame putting up 40-point night after 40-point night. You look at Phoenix, the Clippers. I mean, you're starting to see the, some of these trends emerge. Can the Jazz play... 40-win basketball this year? Mm. I don't know. Uh, can they be a playoff team? I, I mean, certainly now, are, aren't we all... I don't know. Fantasizing is probably too strong of a word, but aren't we all hoping and praying that they can play 40-win basketball and be a playoff team? I mean, I would think so.
3: Because remember what last year was for the play Last year for the play was 30s, like low 30s. Oh, yeah. So to me... I do think you can get to the play-in. I think... You it, do. Yeah. I think that it would take most... Like I think it would take Mike Conley staying healthy. Because make no mistake about it, Mike Conley is an important figure on this team. Right now as it's constituted, his ability to just be that traditional point guard and get the, get the offense into the set is extremely valuable. Because on a young team, yeah, you need them to just run the set. And that's what Conley... It does for this team. So if he can stay healthy, if they, again, all jokes aside, if they load manage him correctly, keep keep the miles off his legs early in the year, you know, he stays healthy, JC stays healthy, and Markkinen stays healthy, those three guys on the floor together most of the year, I think, makes them a play-in team. Yep. Uh,
2: Mr. E says, I hate this tank mentality. This team enjoys to play with each other. I see no softness like in the past. Almost everyone on a proven year. Uh, plus, 15 first picks. Yeah, I mean, it's an important moment in time for the Jazz. Let's not let's not underplay that at all. Uh, Carlin says, seeing how Olenek is playing, is is the Bogey trade still bad? Yeah, I I just think yeah. you didn't get enough for him. I mean, Kelly Olenek is Kelly Olenek is a nice player. He's a role player. I think it, the Laker trade and there's varying degrees of who you believe or not. Right. The Lakers wanted Boyan Bogdanovich and Malik Beasley. And I think there was a deal there to be done. And Danny simply didn't want to I, I really think it comes down to that Danny didn't want to do a do a deal with the Lakers. I honestly I think that's what it is, because that's the only thing that I can fathom. I, I don't understand unless you're putting a thumb in the eye of Rob Palinka and the Lakers, how do you trade Boyan Bogdanovich to Detroit for Sabin Lee? 1.2 million dollars in cash which was the value of Sabin Lee's contract yeah and kelly Olynyk. that's all you got in return that's it for boyan bogdanovich yeah I, it makes zero sense and i, I like what a brought but man that trade is a, is not great can i johnson this team is no uh one man team everybody eats i feel like this is the difference from last year truth Absolutely. K says the Jazz are playing as a team. It's great to see. Yeah. Kendall says there is no quit in this Jazz team. You have to love it. Fans should support them 100%. Go to the games. Absolutely. I, 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 I again, I've really come around on the uniforms. I like the black. The yellow last night was, was smoking. Yeah, that's nice. I thought it was a toddy. Like it was yeah. really, I'd hit that. <laughs> I would. I, that was, <laughs> you know. I was really surprised by that. I thought those yellows were actually really serviceable. The white one, you're never going to get me on. I think that white jersey is a practice jersey. It looks like an AAU shirt. Like, I just am not. That's not my flavor at all. The black, I like the black, and I the yellow could grow on me. I could see coming around on that yellow. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy uh, Sevier says uh, Clarkson's block on Zion was just disrespectful.
3: Yep. Yep. And again, why is he there? Because he worked his ass off to get back. He's got to pass the ball, though. He does. Well, and again, I think he does sometimes. But I think, you know, as part of this new team process, he's got to find his role. Like, like last night, at the end of regulation with that game winner, way too passive. I felt like you just settled for the three. Falling out of bounds yeah, on the like, s- sideline. Like, like. You, I know for a fact Jordan Clarkson can do better than that. And You didn't need a three to win the game. You could have easily... Gone right to your floater game, which he is notorious for having a great floater game. Like you could have, you had a lot of different options, and I think that that's something that Jordan's going to have to work on because again, he's never been asked to be the closer. He's yeah. never been asked to be the killer. He
2: let New Orleans off the hook. Let's be honest. Yeah, he, he, I I think. Uh, let's see. James Knight says, "Is the notion of tanking a really
3: bad look for sport?" It is. Yeah, it is. Well, and okay. they're talking about relegation in the NBA to to alleviate tanking. Yeah, I think when
2: you look at what it does to fans, I think that's where it becomes a problem. Because I'm paying to see Donovan Mitchell, Kevin Durant, LeBron James. Yeah, the best. Kawhi Leonard. When you load manage those guys or you, hey, if you take the OKC route, what, what reason do OKC fans have to buy tickets right now? Mm-hmm. Not a lot. They're terrible. Hey, cool. They're terrible. Terrible. Yeah, but if you're the Clippers, what's worse is if you're the Clippers and you're going into Boston one time this year, and you don't play Kawhi Leonard, what does that say to Boston fans? <clears throat> like that's selling them short. Like it, it there, it's a very slippery slope, James. I, I, yeah, for sure, it's a very slippery slope, it, no doubt. And my Monty fan, you have to love this team's heart. The ball actually moves. The play, they play for each other. Coach coaches to win. Scrappy and all those nasty yellows. <laughs> I love the nasty yeah. yellows. Uh, Kenai Johnson says, three straight nights of overtime. How tired do you think they will be? Well?
3: Oh, they'll be tired. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, the, 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 and that's kind of my point. Like, at some point, you have to start putting these teams away. And, th- and that's kind of going to be the next evolution of the team. Like, I think, again, remember, yes or 3-0, no, but also that means you're just three games in. Like, you've won these games on heart and tenacity and grind – But at some point, the energy level is not going to be where it's at right now. I mean, 25 games in, if you've played a bunch of overtime games, that's obviously that's going to take its toll. So to me, it's like, all right, we got to figure out how to play better because last night didn't need to happen. Like you had this game in control, yeah, but and and you let them back into the game, and there's no reason for it. And that to me is where this team has to get better. You're not playing defense right now, and and so once they start playing defense they will beat a lot of teams. Man.
2: They're 3-0. Portland's 3-0. Minnesota, 2-1. Denver, 2-1. Who do both those teams lose to? The Jazz. Yeah. And OKC's 0-3. I mean, it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. And that you're... Yeah. Yeah. They have Houston tonight. Are you surprised? Look at this line on the Houston game. How surprised by this are you? Because I'm fairly surprised that the Jazz... Are a one point underdog. The numbers two thirty two. Yeah, two thirty two.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think the number is spot on. I I think Vegas. You do. Yeah, I think Vegas has this exactly right. I think that the Rockets don't play defense. The Jazz definitely don't play defense, and they're both get up and down type. Oh, I don't
2: agree with that. I think the Jazz actually do play defense.
3: Mm, I, I think. Yeah, you can you can pull up a highlight tape of them blocking guys and working hard to get back. But I'm saying like. In the half court, being able to stop teams when you need to—that's th- definitely a weak point right now.
2: Are you? I'm. I'm actually pleasantly surprised how advanced Vanderbilt's defense is at this point. Like, mm-hmm. I. I think it's actually one of the more. I mean, marketing's offense. I think we all knew about that, so that's not surprising to me. I am a little surprised at how smart Jared Vanderbilt is as a defender. Mm-hmm. Learning not to pick up fouls. Like, I mean, obviously there were a couple tic tac calls there, but yeah. I think he is a smart defender. Like I he's the upside guy. Walker Kessler. Yeah. You know, I think there are going to be games and I'm trying to pull up Kessler's been, he a, nice, last uh, night. He been a nice he played 22 minutes. Surprise. 22 minutes, 3 of 6 from the floor, 7 points. Right. 9 boards. Right. I I think that's going to be his role. I think Laurie Markkinen is probably your best player as far as consistent professionalism goes. Jordan Clarkson's probably the face of this team. Yes. But I really like what you have as a group.
3: Yeah. I I mean, mean, it it is... I agree with what people are saying. I mean, they they clearly play for each other. They clearly work really hard. And again, I think this concept and conversation about, you know, not having expectations for this team and them just going out and doing absolutely everything they can to win a game... And you know, just being okay with that allows them to to win some of these games mentally.
2: Yep, I agree. Hey, we're live in our Maverick Center studios, constructed by our good friends at Wayman Brothers Construction. If you need work done in your house, don't hesitate. I can only tell you so many times that Wayman Brothers has been fabulous to deal with. They built this studio for us. They built a. They did a lot of work at our house. They built our hot tub pad. They built a trex deck around our hot tub. Like. The thing that stands out to me about Wayman Brothers, the communication's uh, on lock. Like they they have Autumn who will text or call with you in the office. Um, If you have a question about your job, Alma Wayman uh, absolutely communicates with you. He's on the job site, Um, you know, from Josh, who was the lead on our job. Like it just, everything you want from a contractor, you get. The job was done early, not on time. It was done early. It was done on budget. They, they actually came back and accommodated us on adding more things, like just a really good contractor experience. And not once, not twice, two, three, four times we've dealt with Wayman Brothers, and they've been really easy to deal with consistently now. So if you're having your basement finished, call Wayman Brothers Construction, your kitchens, your bathrooms. Um, if you're doing new floors in your house, if you're adding an apartment or an office above your garage with, So many people working at home. I know so many people that are doing projects in their house to, you know, build infrastructure for an office. Call Wayman Brothers, they can do it all. 801-654-1028, 801-654-1028 for Wayman Brothers Construction. Make sure you tell them you heard about them on the Monty Show. Talking Utah Jazz basketball this morning. Do you want the jazz to tank? Are you, as a jazz fan, are you happy about them being three and zero? I think this is a really there is a big divide right. on on the Jazz amongst fans. There are so many that want Victor Wambenyama on this team, and ah. I think I think there's nobody that nobody's going to argue that you'd love to wind up with that guy and see what he can do for you. But there is some simple truth to be had. One, he's going to be almost impossible to get. But two. Do you want your team rebuilding for five years? Because if you wind up with Victor Wambanyama, I, I don't see him as a star right out of the gate in this league. Right. I think he's a project. I think it's going to be very difficult, very, very difficult to have a playoff team if you're drafting Victor Wambanyama. I think it's going to be very difficult. So my question is, as a jazz fan, would you rather they be 0-3 or 3-0? Frankly, I love it. I think this is one of the most enjoyable jazz teams we've seen recently. Yeah. So I, I think it's I think it's phenomenal.
3: Yeah, I think 3-0 is obviously better than 0-3. And I've I so for me, I've never been someone who wanted them to tank. I've never been someone who, who has advocated for, you know, lose as many games as possible and win like 15 or 20 games. I, I've never been. That guy, I I, I think that mentality wise, you know, with what Danny Ainge has said and frankly what he's done, he's showing you that, you know, his his goal and and his actions tell us that, yeah, the mission is not to go after VW. The mission is to, yeah, sure, get our financial house in order. And as a as a, you know, a side effect of that, you're not going to win as many games. I mean, that's just part of the process. But that to me is very different than intentionally burning a roster down only filling it with guys that you know are not gonna be able to compete, and basically intentionally losing as many games as possible. It's two very yeah. different paths. And I think Danny has also said, as you reference all the time, that he's too old to do the whole tanking thing and you know be awful for like five to seven but years. And
2: I, I listened to this bite from Danny. Remember this bite where he talked about 16 years of mediocrity? The reality is, is, is we've had 16 years of, I wouldn't, it's better than mediocrity for mm-hmm. sure at times in the last 16 years but at the same time it really hasn't been championship caliber basketball and um, um, 16 years without finished getting past the second round of the playoffs I think is not what any of us want and so the change is just okay here we are with veteran team um, had been all in on this veteran team I think Dennis Lindsay has done a fantastic job in this organization as did Quinn Snyder, and um, but I just think it's, it's, we're starting over. Yeah, there you go, Danny Ainge, kicking off the biggest stories in sports this morning, presented by Quick Quack Car Wash. Uh, quick Quack Car Wash all across the valley. Make sure when you go to Quick Quack, you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Um, they're great to do business with, they're quick, it's easy uh, to go to Quick Quack Car Wash. It's fun to go to Quick Quack Car Wash, bring the kids, all the colors, all the different soaps, all the different lights. Like, it's just a really good experience. The people are super friendly. The price is right. Make sure you get your membership now, because again, what do we have? Now the sun is up here in West Valley at Maverick Center this morning, Yep. but left the house this morning. It was still a little bit of uh, snow falling from the sky here in South Jordan, Um, salt on the roads. Like you gotta be careful out there. You want to make sure that your car is clean. You want to make sure your paint's protected. Do that at Quick Quack Car Wash. There's no doubt the biggest story in Utah sports right now is the Utah Jazz being 3-0. And I I love all the comments. You hear that from Danny there. Um, You know, I love all the comments. This one right here is interesting, though. Zayman says Vanderbilt looks like Rodman 2.0. Now, I heard Big T say that last night on the broadcast. I covered Dennis Rodman both as a Laker and as a Chicago Bull, and I can tell you that I don't think Vando is anything like Dennis Rodman. I think they do the same job, basically, but Dennis Rodman is arguably the best rebounder in the history of the NBA. And I think that Jared Vanderbilt is somebody that's offensively evolving, but defensively, he's really solid. I don't know how to break it to you, but this Jazz team's actually really good defensively. And the question's always going to be, you know, who's that lockdown defender? Jared Vanderbilt could develop into that guy. And I think he is, his tenacity, his hustle, that's what I like so much about Jared Vanderbilt. Kevin M says, jazz defensive rating is 107. It's out of this world. It is, to me, It's it, they're better defensively than I ever thought they would be. NY uh, Monty Fan says, if you're a Russell Westbrook, uh, if you are Russell Westbrook, what are you thinking right now? No one wants you on their team. And every time you get the ball, your teammates cringe. Russell Westbrook no. is – dude, Russell Westbrook's in a terrible spot. Yeah, He's watching the best years of his career melt away. He has got to get out of Los Angeles. And I think the only way he gets out of there is they need to negotiate a buyout. Because I agree, I think it's going to be very difficult to make that trade now. Listen,
3: I don't care if he's in the middle of open heart surgery. Get him on the phone.
2: Yeah, you got to do something to get Russell Westbrook out of there. Because he, he, I agree with all of the the you know the the NFL or excuse me NBA pundits who say he has he's joyless right now. He went after a fan the other night who told him he sucks, and I mean it was clearly abusive, and the fan totally cracked when. Because Westbrook was walking off the court at Crypto.com, not Staples Center anymore, and he's he's walking under into the tunnel, and the guy was just being a, a jackass, telling me sucks, you're terrible, and he came back out and he was like, "What'd you say? I what'd you say?" And the guy wouldn't repeat it, but that's the level that Russell Westbrook is dealing with emotionally. Yeah, it's it's not. You're you're exactly right, my Monty fan. I think it's very difficult. Tom Basilius says chemistry is huge. The Jazz team has it. Last few years, they didn't seem to be any. They had no chemistry the last two years specifically, at all. Yeah. Um, Kevin M. says eighth best defensive rating. It's it's nothing short of a miracle that this team is this good defensively. Yeah. I.
3: Yeah. It's early. There's no scouting on them. You know, I think that. Yeah, but I, I, I think it is.
2: Uh, I'm not going to go with you on that. I think it's pretty remarkable that they are already this good defensively. Like, I think it is. It's pretty amazing to me, anyway. That when you look at what the Jazz are and you look at what they've become, and you look at who they are, that yeah, I think it's pretty. It's pretty amazing. Hey, look, Tyson Whiting.
3: Tyson Whiting.
2: Tyson, come here. Tyson should absolutely come on the, you gotta unlock the door okay. for Tyson. All right, see you guys later. Yeah, we gotta get Tyson on the, like the, is Tyson Whiting, Tyson Whiting's about to be the first one in the guest chair. Look at that, Tyson Whiting wandering the the halls of Maverick Center this morning. There, yes, come in, please. Come in, have a seat. Tyson Whiting, the voice of the Utah Grizzlies, known as, pull that microphone in. Let's get, to, Let's get, hey look, our first ever guest. <laughs> in Let's the go. in the monty show guest chair is none other than Tyson Whiting and Tyson i guess he's going to be that's on three. Three. Yeah, that's 3 good morning Tyson good
0: morning i was just walking around Maverick Center a nice monday morning i mean it's nice inside it's a little bit chilly outside but yeah just happened to be wandering in and now here i am here,
2: here you are on the monty congratulations welcome first, to the monty first show first guest ever man it's you're an honor. the first guest ever in our studio man
0: it's a nice looking studio i really like the background uh, it's a nice place, I gotta say.
2: Thank you, I yeah, appreciate, appreciate that. that. Hey, uh, we're sitting here talking about the Jazz being 3-0. We were talking about this Saturday night uh, on the broadcast that the Jazz are 3-0. Are, are you surprised? I'm surprised, but thinking about
0: it, they've got talent. I mean, when you think about the three guards of Conley, Clarkson, Colin Sexton, but it's really been the front court. That was my question going into it, is how good's Jared Vanderbilt? And he's a, he's a hustle guy. He's somebody that he's gonna get a lot of rebounds, and he's gonna block some shots, and... Kelly Olynyk's been better than I thought he was going to be game this winner. year, and Laurie Markkinen. He can't guard anybody, but he can certainly score. I and mean, he's going to allow thirty a game, but he's going to score twenty.
2: Yeah, and I totally he, agree. He's
0: very skilled. I saw him on opening night. I went to opening night, and the atmosphere was amazing. And his ability to handle handle the ball. I mean, you're a Bulls fan, so you know he's six ten. Yeah, and, you know, can pass. So like, there's a lot of skill to him, and uh, so you put that all together. They have some depth. They've got a pretty decent bench. And they're playing team basketball. And it's going to be tough to game plan against the Jazz because on any given night, it could be anybody that could go off for 20-plus.
2: Yeah. Are you So are you the guy that's happy that they're 3-0? Should they be – like, where do you come down on the whole tanking thing?
0: Um, I think the NBA is probably going to do something about it. I think what the NBA should do is the bottom ten teams, or maybe even everybody that misses the playoffs. You get equal odds. I think that's what the NBA probably has to do. That's the only mm-hmm. way you're going to combat tanking. Ooh. As for the Jazz, I mean the players and coaches, they're going to go out there and they're going to they're going to try to win. You know, it's yeah. really the front office that's got to look long term. And, you know, maybe midseason, you know, Mike Conley towards the end of his career, maybe they try to trade him to a contender to see if he can win a championship. Same with Rudy Gay. Yeah. Other than that, it's just like you got young players, but it's almost like if they were trying to tanking, they did a really bad job of it because they got good young players. Yeah. I don't know if Jazz fans really realize just how good Colin Sexton is.
2: uh, Well, and I don't know that he's 100% yet, but what did you say about relegation? Because I really like that model.
3: Yeah, the NBA is kind of talking about – putting together a a relegation thing, like much like the EPL has, um, overseas. And, you know, I, I, there, there's not a lot of specifics on it yet, but it, it, I, I personally love that idea. I think having to pay a price for tanking, you know, whether it's, you know, what Tyson was just saying about equal odds in the draft or whether it's relegation, I think you have to do something, you know, to discour, to discourage it. Cause your point about, I would agree, you know, like, Hey, you're, you're showing up, you know, you're, you're going to a jazz game to see LeBron but they're load managing him, that's terrible for the league. Yeah, I mean, it, you,
2: when you show up at a game, I think you want to see the Kawhi's, I think you want to see the better players. So when you load manage the, and this is the Laker conversation, because you always wind up, Anthony Davis never plays, it seems like, or look at Zion last night and getting hurt again. Mm -hmm. He's going to miss time. Like that's terrible for the NBA. Would you support like relegation, like the bottom three teams go down to the G League, the top three teams in the G League come up to the NBA?
0: I would, but the owners would never agree on it because that would drop the value of their franchise. Totally. Exponentially. 60%, although I do think the possibility of
3: LeBron James Playing in the G League for a year would be pretty funny. <laughs> could you imagine? Could you guys imagine would the it Lakers be, would getting it be, relegated? So that's a great question. I mean, would it be the G League that you'd go down to, or would it be like would they have to form their own I don't sort know. of uh, Euro yeah. League? A Euro, a, Euro a Euro League? league? Yeah, that would know. be.
2: Can you can you guys imagine? Can you imagine a scenario like in English soccer where you because you have so many tiers of, of soccer in England, right? But could you imagine where there's like two, three tiers? Of, of NBA teams. I, I can't even imagine It's like a NBA league. second tier.
3: You know, they, I they, they have to, They'd that. have to come up with some sort of a name. Or...
2: It's what Tyson said. I What are you going to say to Jeannie Buss when you you relegate the Lakers and well, they, but they were worth a billion.
3: They wouldn't be in that position because they know they'll get relegated. That's Maybe the true. point. That's the, whole, that's the essence <laughs> of it. Could you Somebody's imagine? Gotta go down yeah.
0: Somebody's got to go down and the value of their franchise goes in the tank if they got to yeah. go to the G League and then got to work your way back up.
2: But look at how bad the Knicks have been. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine the Knicks getting relegated and being worth like I don't know ah they're worth 300 million <laughs> instead of yeah. a billion like I cannot even imagine that yeah
4: the
0: Knicks I, are at Mavericks Center to face the Salt Lake City Stars that would be awesome <laughs> yeah
2: Jalen Brunson <laughs> going to take on Zyre Wade can you imagine <laughs> oh my god that would be crazy anyway what are your thoughts on BYU Tyson
0: I think they need to do something defensively. I'm not sure how much talent they have on the defensive side of the ball, but um, the, the concerning thing really about the Liberty game wasn't that they gave up 41 points, but it looked like the effort wasn't there.
2: Yeah, they didn't. Uh, uh, defensively they didn't have heart.
0: i got a feeling Tuiaki might end up being the fall guy there. I, I It's going to be tough for Sataki. He's going to have to make a tough decision because Tuiaki might be the best of friends with him, but uh, there might need to be a decision there. And, you know, I, I didn't really get to see who was calling defensive plays. Kalani it was, said it was him. That's probably tough of your Kalani because, you know, I think that was the move that he was gonna to make to try to jump start the defense. And yeah. he didn't jump start there against Liberty. Yeah. So um, and it wasn't like BYU could run the ball, and that's something when BYU was at its best offensively, you know, they were able to run the ball and create that balance. And when yeah. you got a balanced attack, especially in college when you know you can be unpredictable with run and pass, I, I think that uh, you know that's a formula for success and BYU with some injuries at the running back position. And unfortunately with Brooks, he just doesn't seem like he's got that burst of speed that I think yeah. that he needs. He's somebody in the fourth quarter at 230 pounds. He could be tough to tackle, but he just doesn't quite have enough speed and quickness.
2: Yeah. Hey, by the way, you're getting a lot of people liking your takes. NY Monty fan says liking t- Tyson's takes well-spoken. Let's go. Um, let's see. Load management is bad for the product. I think we all agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Zayman says, "Love sex and j- uh, jump ball trash talk." He bricked the three right after. You have to make that. <laughs> you do see, like if you're gonna talk a guy down, you gotta make. You gotta make that. You gotta make that. Jay uh, Fat Jesus says, "Dale Hellestray. Good old Dale Hellstray. Yeah, more
0: cowboy long snapper. Many yeah, years. yeah. <laughs> see
2: that's why Tyson's on the show yeah Dale yeah Dale Hellistory suggested that your draft position is determined by your record after you get eliminated from contention it would give incentive to win in the end
3: I don't I don't mind that I mean you know
2: yeah but so how do you if you if you have the worst draft position in in the in the NBA if you have the worst record in the NBA don't you need the draft to help uh, well supposedly doesn't right. the draft make you the, the better team?
3: I mean, I guess. It depends. I mean, that that's where I think the draft is tough because, like Danny Angel tell you, he doesn't have time to build this team through the draft per se. Like, he's yeah. got all those draft picks, but is he going to trade him or how is he going to go about that? And then another guy like OKC is building through the draft, and they're definitely a team that's going after VW.
2: Uh, Kevin M says, send them to the WNBA. Okay, we're gonna move on. Uh, my Monty fans says relegation would be very interesting. I, I'd yeah. like to see the Washington Mystics and the Las Vegas
0: Aces playing. You know, making <laughs> uh, him be an NBA coach.
2: Yeah, 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 absolutely. What it, what? But what happens if like, what happens if the Aces are better than the Thunder, dude? And the Aces get
3: promoted? Do you know how much junk would be talked? <laughs>
2: There would it, how amazing would it be if an NBA if a WNBA team got got like elevated over an NBA team? <clears throat> I don't know. All right, talking uh, jazz basketball on the Monty Show presented by the Advocates utahadvocates.com. Uh Connor Tulin says, uh, Monty, what's your take on the uh, New York Giants right now? They're six and one. Yeah, is my take, which yeah. is shocking that they are six and one. So yeah, that that's it. Uh, Boyd Lake says, what does Tyson think? of Tuiyaki's make-a-wish defense where mediocre QBs can have an all-time day. <laughs> what, are you, what are your She's thoughts on that? It's
0: the the egg thing. It's the defensive calls maybe are one thing, but how much talent's really on the defensive side of the ball? Yeah. When Sitaki took over a handful of years ago, I think one thing BYU fans were hoping for is that with the background that he had at Utah and the great defensive lines that Utah had when he was there, I think they were hoping that BYU – within a couple years, would be able to transition and have great defensive lines. And, you know, they don't have that. You know, their defensive line is maybe average at best.
2: Man, that's in teams, interesting.
0: Like, when Utah State's running the ball on you for about 200 yards, that's a yeah. problem. Yeah. You know, when Wyoming can run the ball on you, that's a problem. And I knew that, you know, Notre Dame, Arkansas. Yeah. And, you know, Liberty's, you know, obviously they're a group of five team, but, you know, they're they're well coached with Hugh Freeze. You know, they had a really good quarterback in Malik Willis. And oh, they're, come they're on, 41 to 14,
2: year. though? Forty. You got that's embarrassing, no. right? Am I making too much of that? For losing that's the liberty like that is, is losing the liberty like that, right? I mean that's embarrassing. Yeah. I mean there's there's no way to to get around that. But what Tyson, what you said there about Utah, I think a lot of people assumed that BYU was getting Utah's defense, and I don't know if it's recruiting. I mean certainly Utah is far more talented defensively. Mm-hmm. I think we would all agree with that, right? I mean there's there's no. Cole Bishop on this team there you know like the the Barton family real. yeah well it's totally keeping it real the Barton family legacy doesn't exist yeah. in Provo right but when you look at the talent that's there I think there's more than enough talent there for this team to be winning games against with all due respect to you right uh to be winning games against Liberty it doesn't even matter to me where that game is played. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't matter that they played that game in Lynchburg. But all due respect. You're freaking BYU. You should go in there and you should win games.
3: Well, and that's the expectation. And I think that's why it's so frustrating. And that's also yes. why it's embarrassing. I mean, if there was no expectation of you dominating a team like Liberty, then it can't be embarrassing, you know?
2: Yeah, K. Nuren says, uh, have Tyson on every day. He should be on. Well, Tyson. I mean, the, the, your public is here. The audience. I mean, you know, the audience is waiting for you. That's Tyson. right, T. So, wait, good job stealing the show, Tyson. Jeez. Uh, I was just
0: walking in. You were the ones that invited <laughs>
2: <me>. <laughs> exactly. We summoned you. You're the. F- I, it, it's pretty. It's pretty. Amazing. Is the chair comfortable?
0: It's a comfortable chair. It's. I'm trying to figure out whether I lean back on it or
2: sit forward. I
0: think or sit forward is probably the best way to go. Especially yeah. since I have really short legs and I just can't really lean back. and.
2: But look at the shoes you're rocking. Yeah, love them. I found way. them
0: on Nike.com and, you know, I,
2: I like it. Like, caught me
0: at the right moment. I just hit send.
2: I li- <laughs> Exactly. South let's Coast. do this. Uh, let's see. All right. A couple more. Um, and I mean, I guess what we're doing now at, you know, 850 when football 50 rolls in here is, um, I guess we're just melting pot the topics. It's amazing. Yeah. You guys have been great today. Yeah. Uh, Josh Levern says, don't ask Boogie Cousins about the WNBA. Yeah, yeah boy, no, seriously. Uh don't want to do that. Uh, relegation counters the NBA culture in every way, so it couldn't happen, unfortunately. But I would love a postseason tournament to determine draft order between non-playoff teams. It's interesting you bring up that tournament because we know that there's going to be that mid-season tournament. Yeah. And it's a matter of when that gets done. But I also think this this changing of the, of the the CBA to the one and dones, I don't know what yeah. you guys think about that. Like I'm, I actually am a huge fan of sending the the 18 year old kid, the 17 year old teenager to college. Mm-hmm. I just, I and there's too many stories. And again, not to keep pointing at Zion Williamson this morning because I know I've done it a thousand times. But you look at Zion Williamson hurt again. Yeah. He's he is on the verge of becoming the biggest bust in the history of the NBA. If he has another injury-plagued season, I mean, let's be honest, it's his ass. He right. got he bruised, he <laughs> felt you could like he's not going to be out for what? the year. But this is a guy who hasn't really contributed, mm-hmm. and now he's hurt again, and they lose because he was actually playing well. Yeah. And I think he's gotten off to a good start. He had 25 points in 29 minutes last night. Yeah, I mean, the guy, when he was on the floor, he played really well. Right. But if you're not – what do we always say? Your best ability is your availability. I was
0: confused uh, because I don't have the channel the Jazz games are on, but I was like, okay, is he out the rest of the game for the injury because he didn't play in the overtime, or was he on a 30-minute – was he on a 30 minute restriction? Load
2: management. Yeah, Tanner Plummer uh, says, wait, who's that guy? It's Tyson Whiting. Yeah, the voice of the Utah Grizzlies. No, 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 no. See, Tyson Tyson is far more important than that. Tyson, and you may remember this. Of course you remember this. Tyson was an integral contributor at 1320KFan, the sports leader. He was, yeah, Tyson worked, we, was part of our group. Yeah. But by the way, everybody who was at 1320KFan, and Tyson and I, I think we've talked about this. Ben Anderson's at the zone. Mm-hmm. Like, I have no... Where is Napoleon? He's working a nine-to-five, you know. he's Is he, he really? Yeah. It's, yeah.
0: Good, guy. Y- y- good guy. Good
2: guy. Yeah, I miss I miss Napoleon. Yeah. I haven't seen him in a while. The late, great Will Smith. We had a phenomenal morning show. We had a fun, like, Will Smith, Ben, Napoleon, Wilson, myself. Like, And it was Gunther, Ben, and, and Tyson on the afternoon show. Mm-hmm. Like Gunther, I get. I don't know if he's still Jeremy Bolton, I think, is the one who told us that he saw Gunther at Salty Peaks. Yep. I haven't I haven't heard hide nor hair from Gunther in years. Yeah. So I don't know. But Ty, yeah, Tyson's far more than the the voice of the Utah Grizzlies, which you are, by the way, the voice of the Utah Grizzlies. But do you have fond memories of what do you remember about K fans?
0: I really enjoyed going going to jazz games and covering them. Those were a lot of fun and covering BYU practices and Utah practices. And I remember I had kind of a Saturday scrub show for two years from 2015 through the end of it. In fact, yeah. I, I had the last local show on 1320KFan in its history, February 25th wow. of 2017.
2: Wow. Do you remember
0: it that well? I remember it wasn't a particularly good show and I didn't <laughs> save it. I didn't save it on my flash drive. And then That's awesome. I wake up two, minute, two days later and there was a snowstorm. And you know, we had a 10 o'clock meeting, no clue what the meeting was, but once we got there, yeah. I found out what the meeting was for. And
2: a lot of people have asked me about that. Like, so I, I, I got to Cave Hannah in 2013, I left in 2015. They had offered me like a contract renewal. They wanted to give me like a year over year contract because they thought they had a buyer for the station and they were trying to sell the station. Right. And so my wife had a job in Tempe. We wound up moving to Arizona. And then like a year after that, they were like, well, Hey, we have somebody else now owns the land under the transmitter. So we don't know how long do you want to come back and do the morning show? And I was like, nah, I'm good. And then I remember the day that, that Tyson mentioned there, that this, the, they turned off the station. Will Smith called me and was furious. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That was, but the funny thing is Will and I didn't talk for like six months after I left KFan, uh-huh. And then we talked like every other day, once he called and yelled about good old Tim. Oh man, you remember Tim Lewis doing the morning show. And oh man, it was crazy. That was, that was three
0: great months. That,
2: <laughs> <coughs> it was, that, that situation was crazy. But Emily say Tyson Whiting is here because Tyson Whiting and I have known each other. Uh, for all that time uh my monty fan says napoleon is in idaho at the chicken farm is he really he went to byu idaho yeah for a while he knows the area well he does you know, know the funny area thing well. about
0: that day when the station folded me and will smith got the news at the same time we walked that we walked out we were stunned together in that snowy day i'd been doing some game night stuff for about a month with adrian denny who at that point was the voice yes. of the utah Grizzlies. so for some reason i'm like I got to drive to Mavericks, sir. I got nothing else to do. My, <laughs> day's, my day's now opened up, and I can't go play golf because there's five inches of snow on the ground. So I walk in. First thing I do is change my Twitter handle. It was at Tyson Fan, and now it's what it is now, Tyson on Sports. And he's like, we'll find something for you to do. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll,
2: we'll figure it, it out.
0: Three hours later, I'm in an elementary school holding Grisby's head. Waiting for an assembly <laughs> at a, an equipment closet. Like, this is not how I expected the day to go. Yeah,
2: that's that is that is funny. Ruff's official says, "I like the new setup. Can you guys do a split screen with the red chair and hide the cables behind the chair?" Well, I mean, I guess we could just and for Ruff's official, we're doing this for Ruff's official, Jake, yeah.
3: which is which there is you some know, for for yeah, you know, <clears throat> not a hall of famer. But not a Hall of Famer. I mean, that's as good a shot yeah, as we're going to get. And, and no, you can't do, I don't think we can do split screen like that. No, not, not, n- not this way. No, not, not like that. We can't.
2: Top Ramen says, I've been a fan for over a year and you guys, I am proud of being a fan. I constantly tell friends and family, you have to watch the Monty Show. Congrats, gentlemen. You deserve it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, it's fun to be here. Like this yeah. is our first show. For those of you who don't know, we're at the Maverick Center. We built the studio. Um, and the guys here at the Maverick Center, and again, I call them out because they have worked really hard to help us. Brian Pruch, Jared Youngman, um, certainly Kevin Bruder have given us this space to, to do what we wanted to do. And this is what that turned into, uh, which is awesome. Uh, Tyson, Fat Jesus says, Tyson, be honest. You popped in this morning because this room is where you used to sneak away for a cigarette in girly magazines. I don't know that Tyson. This, well, this would thing be the was just place.
0: Just built, so it wasn't like this right there. My
4: office <laughs> no. has a door,
2: so I can do that without uh, having to go anywhere. <laughs> well, see.
3: Out of boy, Tyson. Tyson
2: <clears throat> welcomes himself. Tyson, yeah. Tyson's kind of a big deal. He has his own office with a door that locks, and by the way, it has a window. Just saying, he's kind of a big deal. Yep. Top Ramen says, "Fat Jesus, do you know me?" I don't know what that means. Uh, Josh Levern does. Tanner know Travis Huntington? Are, why are we doing like LinkedIn on the Monty show right now? Yeah, I don't know. You know what I'm saying. Um, James Jensen says, where can we say the Jazz are going to be great? When can we say the Jazz are going to be great? Oh, man.
3: yeah, You got some time yet.
2: Uh, I, I mean, you could potentially be a playoff team this year. Yeah. Have you changed your mind on win
3: total? <clears throat> no. I think they have to prove they can do this over 20, 25 games. I think you have to show me that you can – consistently play defense i I think i think the 107 rating is a is a falsehood because there's no scouting on this team or now obviously with three games in, there's a very little bit of scouting i think they've been playing teams who are blind to what they're trying to do um and i think now that you understand that you know what these guys can do a little bit you're going to see teams are going to play a little better against them that said i still think their talent and their work hard and their hustle is going to make them a good defensive team Okay, no. so
2: Marcus DMs me to say, "How come you guys aren't talking about food on your show anymore? You usually talk about breakfast, and I have no idea what to eat today."
3: Dude, I, dude, you're 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 talking to someone who's been up since <laughs> since four a.m. I had some leftover pizza about an Jesus. Hour ago. <laughs> Where's my cold pizza? Where's my breakfast burrito? You know I haven't saying, had breakfast.
2: I, you know what my breakfast was today? This white cannon yeah. monster. I haven't had breakfast today. Yeah, come on usually now. Mrs. Monty, who's off today, she'll be here tomorrow. But usually Mrs. Monty makes us oats for breakfast. Yeah. By the way, Tyson, you'll be happy to know there will be a refrigerator and a microwave in the in the, in the the closet over there. That's
0: very much needed. I was thinking maybe we need an oven, too, just in case you want to bake something.
2: An <laughs> <laughs> oven. By the way. And we can transition to food real quick because yeah. we got about six seven minutes left um we had a, pot, a costco pot pie so Dude. we were here yesterday um the grizzlies played saturday night they beat rapid city in one of the best hockey games i've been to in, I'm in a man. forever um we are here until probably 11 on saturday night we're driving home and we make our schedule and jake's we we do kind of a reality show that we're doing with the grizzlies and whatnot and so we come in, we build the studio yesterday, we wire all the cameras and we're going home and Jake, I said to Jake, what do you want to eat? And he goes, I don't know, but I want something savory. Yeah. So we went to Costco and we got a pot Oh yeah. And, and was that was bomb. amazing. Bomb. Amazing. But I will say we also had Taco Bell this weekend. Yeah. Tyson, do you have a favorite Taco Bell item?
0: <laughs> Probably the uh, Doritos Locos taco. Yes. Oh, yes.
2: there you go. We had the Crunch
3: Wrap. How did it was the Crunch Wrap any good for you? Who's all right. Yes, the... Quesadillas are reliable. Taco Bell. No, I agree. The, Doritos got the
0: breakfast, but they only have breakfast at like certain locations. So the one I drive past doesn't have breakfast, but you go down the road a little See? bit. They've got one that does. See, that's a
3: problem. You at can't that. have it at some and not at others. And
2: it's the Wendy's thing yeah. we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. The Wendy's in South Jordan by our house doesn't have enough employees, so they're not open until, uh, I think it's 11 now. Yeah. They open at 11 o'clock, you can't get Wendy's breakfast, but- This is a code <laughs> 10 abort. I will say, having a Mexican pizza this weekend was the greatest part of my weekend. Not a phenomenal hockey game, two really good hockey games, actually. Not like building the studio or spending time with you know my offspring, no.
3: Right. Ha- having a Mexican pizza right. was far
2: more rewarding. You see, I'm a
3: guy with
2: simple taste. I am a guy of simple taste. Having the Mexican pizza, yeah was amazing yeah it was absolutely amazing so that's what what, did you have any great food this weekend tyson we talk about food on this show like every day it's a thing as you can tell with that no did you have any great food this weekend
0: trying to remember what i had for lunch yesterday you know that's the thing i remember the football game was good i remember it was a good lunch i just don't remember what it was
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but see we were supposed to have a good lunch on Saturday.
3: Yeah, no, forget Food, that. We got
2: screwed Dude. on this weekend like was so weird. Like we were supposed to have a good lunch Saturday and then one of the guys here at Maverick Center was like, "Hey, can you come in a little early to do this thing?" I was like, "Yeah, sure, no problem." So we kind of blew off lunch. Right. And then Mrs. Monty with the save of a lifetime there's a uh, the break sports bar is over there. Like two minutes from here. Yeah, like two oh, minutes down the streets. Yes. Every
0: item's good, and there's a lot of good. You know, like yeah. Yeah. You, you could go there yes, ten sir. different times, get ten different things, and they're all good. Mm-hmm. We got the club
2: sandwich, and the club sandwich at the break
3: is phenomenal with fries and their ranch. So good. So good. So good.
2: Um. So yesterday, what did we we had Taco Bell yesterday?
3: <laughs> we well, no, no, we see. had McDonald's for breakfast. Right. We did. Yeah, we did yesterday. Oh, I yeah. had
0: mini frozen pizzas. That's why I had for lunch. Yet. Oh, that a boy. Are you a Hot Pocket guy? No, it's just those Totino's mini,
2: oh, mini pizzas. Oh, damn. Cut it up in four so slices. Good. The Tostinos pizza <laughs> rolls are in the Monty Show Hall of Fame. Yeah. See, as that's why we as, need a microwave. As far as, as get cholesterol, no, I'm never going to eat another pizza roll. They're <laughs> terrible for you. Uh, Kani Johnson says homemade enchiladas on Saturday with homemade tortillas. I licked the plate. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs>
2: Nothing wrong with licking the plate, dude. It's Nothing. Your plate. It, it yeah. is your plate. Yeah. Exactly right. You can do that. Uh, they traded, Friday night plan says they traded Donovan because they know that they would not win with Mitchell. Maybe. I, I still don't understand that trade. The, the Donovan trade, at least they got a huge return. The, the worst trade of the offseason was Bogey. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, for are, sure. are you on board with the Bogdanovich trade?
0: They didn't get much, but I mean, Kelly Lennox played well the first three games. He's taken a charge in all three games and really has made an impact, and he's really offensively done more than
2: than I thought he
0: would. Um, And they end up releasing the other guy they traded for, Saban 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 Lee. Lee.
2: Yeah, but they got his money in that deal, too. But I honestly think they traded Boyan Bogdanovich to Detroit to screw the Lakers. I think they did not want to make a deal with the Lakers. Honest to God, I think that's the only thing that that I've been able to come up with as to why they traded Bogey to... Detroit is to screw the Lakers. That Because I, I can't think of any other logical reason. And I know that Kelly Olenek is a, is a Danny Ainge guy. I totally understand yeah. that. I get that. But I'm telling you, it makes no business sense to trade him to Detroit instead of L.A. when you could have either bought out Russ's contract and had all that cap space... But, again, this also, I think, goes to this conversation of, is the front office trying to tank yeah. or trying to tank? And I don't think they are.
3: No, I don't think so in My
2: opinion is I don't think they're trying to I tank. I think they think the draft
0: next year is more than just the one, in the top two guys. They, they really yes. like three through ten. And they talk about the following year's draft as being just about as good. Yeah. Danny Ainge, remember, Jason Tatum wasn't exactly a number one pick. You know, Jalen Brown was down there just a little ways. Danny Ainge has confidence that even if he doesn't get the number one pick, even if he gets – you know, pick number five or pick number six, he feels like he's going to get a really good player. Yeah, and yeah. Justin Zanuck, you know, if he's got a say in it, he probably thinks back to, well, Donovan Mitchell was drafted in the teens, and we picked yes. up Rudy Gobert, bought him out from the from the Nuggets in the yes. late first round.
2: Yeah, totally agree. So they don't
0: think that, okay, it's, it's Victor and Scoot, or we don't get anybody. I yeah. they feel like, all right, if we're drafting seventh, we're gonna pick the right guy and we're gonna get a good player.
2: Yep, totally agree with that. Uh, hey, don't forget to uh, hook it up, TridayTrading.com slash Monty. Uh, I always tell you this every day. What? Oh, well, hey, okay. Hey, you easy, damn camera. Easy. I've got all Do kinds of buttons job. and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh, TridayTrading.com slash Monty. You wanna get off that nine to five side hustle? I'm telling you, you're working two jobs. You're trying to figure out right now, hey, the holidays are coming. We've got gas bills, light bills. Stop worrying about your money and start learning that day trading is a legitimate hustle that can turn into your permanent income. Trydaytrading.com Monty. Just watch the free webinar. That's all you have to do at Tridaytrading.com Monty. All right, a bunch of you are in on food. Jansen says, and I'm gonna guess, Tyson doesn't know this comment. He can't see it, but I'm gonna guess, Tyson's gonna <coughs> approve that JCW's never disappoints.
0: Oh, well, it never disappoints.
2: Thank you. See, yeah. see, I know Tyson food a little bit. Food. Tyson knows food. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Uh, Josh Levern says pizza rolls are lava pockets. Yes. I, the next time I burn my face on a pizza listen, roll, listen,
3: dude, you got to air fry <laughs> your pizza rolls and have them oh. with ranch. That's yes. that's. I, I, I baking is cool. It works, but that next level thing I have found, you know. Have you been to Super
2: Chicks yet, Tyson? No, I haven't. Oh, you got, oh my God, Super so Chicks. Good, their ranch dressing, I'm telling you, they so good. Pure cut cocaine. They must mix it in there with the ranch, right? Because that ranch is cocaine and B twelve. I'm tell- I'm serious. I'm serious. Uh, My Monty fan says hit the like button. Yes, yeah, please. Come on, let's go. What do we have? Almost three thousand views and seventy one likes. The percentages are not good.
3: Yeah, come on. Much like getting VW at the top of the draft. Let's go. Yeah,
2: let's go. Uh, Lopes fan Gabe says vegetarian until
3: Thanksgiving. Huh? Well, okay. Listen, Lopes, your accountability is not appreciated these last couple of weeks. Okay. <laughs> Tyson, we had an agreement <coughs> Mrs., with Mrs. Monty
2: that we would be vegetarians until Thanksgiving.
3: Listen, I'll, I'll start taking over play calling for food selection if that's what we need no, to do. No, but you're but... the dick who does that <laughs>
2: whole thing. Yeah, they see you do this on purpose. You did this on purpose, and I do not, I do not appreciate it. So yesterday, I said to Jake, "Hey, what what do you feel like? You feel like eating anything? Because all we do is spend um, time together, right?" I'm like, "Hey, do you are you hungry? You feel like eating anything? Um, yeah, whatever you want." Um. And I'm like, okay, can you narrow that down a little bit? He goes, you know, whatever. He has no... (laughs) It drives me. you're a woman, dude. It drives me crazy. Hell no. And I'll be like, "Hey, what music do you want to listen to? Whatever you want." Um like you'll never right. give me, "Hey, do you want, <laughs> hey, do you want Cafe Rio?" Yeah, if that's where you feel like going. I can tell
3: you right now. I love I love some McDonald's right now. I'd love some Betos right now. Oh. I would love, you know, like Betos
2: breakfast burrito. Are you a Betos guy, Tyson? I like the breakfast
0: burritos. Yes. Yeah, hell yeah.
2: You're a,
3: you
0: you live you live in Kearns. Yep, I live right across the street from the Olympic Oval. Right oh, next you do? Time, right next
2: to the high school. Wow, okay. There you go. Tyson Whiting lives in Kearns, so you're not that far. You can. Uh, hello, hello. Uh, Neville says, "When is the SLC? When is the SLC start going to start at the? When Maverick? are
3: the SLC stars going to start at the Maverick Center? December, I think. They might have some games gonna... in November. At home. Something
2: like that at home. November, December, I think." Uh, is my guess. Uh, Josh Levern says air fryer is the only way for everything. Well, dude, straight up, it is. Uh, uh, fat Jesus wants to know where does Tyson sit with blue cheese dressing. This is a, this, this is, is a, a big you, moment. You, for you may you. never be welcome back, depending on how you answer this question. No pressure. First of all, drumettes or flats when you eat wings. <laughs> he,
0: he. I don't. I don't, don't want to work on bones so it's just like i go go boneless oh he goes okay <laughs> yes, yes, yes. see
2: politician see he did well that's po- po- a,
0: a very unpopular decision for some
2: I, I am a drum guy jake is a flat guy okay <clears throat> blue cheese dressing where are you a blue cheese fan
0: i'm good with it on wings i know adrian denny the gold voice of the grizzlies he was a big time ranch fan
2: yes thank you he loved see? ranch adrian denny a good man now in tucson uh, I am blue cheese never. Yeah. Ever. Never. I'm blue cheese on some things, but okay. not others. Okay, I can get. I okay, I can do it. Do you like Ranch?
0: Yeah, I like Ranch. Okay, good.
2: See, he's amenable. He's yeah, he it's gets Tyson. It. Yeah, he gets it. It's Tyson. Yeah. There's nothing, you know. Uh NY Monty fan says boneless, what? Boneless wings belong at the kids table. I Come know. on, man. I do live in my parents' basement, so what do you you want from me? I'm kind of a loser. (laughs) Oh, stop. You are not a loser. No, you're not. Uh, Tyson is a no-bone kind of guy, Josh Leverin says. Carla in the Favor says, y'all hate for blue cheese is uncalled for. No, it's not. You know what, dude? No, it's not.
3: Like, listen, ranch is clearly superior.
2: It is. It is. Uh, Jansen says, I love flats and drums, but if I had to pick one, it's drums because it's easier to get all the chicken. Thank I you. I don't disagree with Thank that. You. I don't disagree. Thank you. See, there is some normalcy on this show. Yeah. But if you know how to manipulate a flat, right. you can just pull the bone.
3: Yeah.
0: Thing is, there are some days where you boneless know. are cheaper and boneless seems to be cheaper than bone in. You- but aren't boneless wings chicken nuggets? Yeah, pretty much. Your they are. Chicken nuggets. Yeah, so, I right? think they are. Put a little bit more crispiness to it. But yeah. you
2: are also a savvy shopper, though. You know the days and the times to go to certain places for well, certain things. I do know things.
0: that a Wingstop uh, boneless wings are cheaper on Mondays
2: and Tuesdays. Oh. Best Man. wings. Where do you get your where are your go to wings?
3: If I'm going out, it's it's you know yeah probably Wingstop. But we we the smoker just takes it to another yeah, level. Yeah, I dude.
2: see. That's the thing. Wings at home. Yeah, takes it to another yeah. level. Yeah. Anyway, Tyson, good to see you, friend.
0: It's, you know, I was just
2: walking around and we we made you come in here pretty much we did we did I could yeah. have just walked off but you <laughs> that would have been awkward Tyson you wouldn't want to do just walk off no we don't want awkward uh no we don't want awkward so day one is in the books day one's in the books. day one is in we the books Here at the Maverick on, we will
3: work on sound deadening materials we will yeah there is a bit of an echo set. yeah
2: we need another light up in the corner yeah. I agree, because you're, you know. You're looking all you're looking all look at you, looking all dark and whatnot. You know. It okay. Is, it, okay. It is what it, okay. what it can I say? Get him some ketchup with those with those boneless nuggets. <laughs> Do you put ketchup on boneless wings, Tyson? No.
0: I, I don't put ketchup on many things. Bar, are you barbecue sauce guy? I grew up in Utah, so fry sauce.
1: Fry no. sauce. Fry sauce. Like, see, that but that's fair. That's see? fair. See? See, I didn't grow up in Utah, See? so
3: I'm more of like a ranch barbecue guy. But fry sauce here is and the you great know, big. thing is everywhere you go,
0: their fry sauce tastes a little bit different. Everybody puts their own little twist to it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely.
2: Uh look at that. Wes Layman, Wayman says, We'll get it done, Monty. Yes. We have some some more small improvements we need made. Uh Jansen says, I love the studio, guys. It looks sick. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Roll the music, kid. Uh- A big thank you to all of you guys. Another huge show today. Thanks to all of our sponsors. Uh, Obviously, The Advocates, Advocates UtahAdvocates.com, Barbecue Pit Stop, Stop BBQPitStop.com, Papa Murphy's Pizza, Quick Quack Car Wash. Everybody who makes this possible, thank you so much. Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.